0: Central Rebels won the toss. They elect to receive two-hour left. And Joe Bryant gets the opening kick. It's a low kick, but he can't get it past the 15-yard line. In fact, he does, but only by a yard. He was well-contained by St. Francis, Borgia, and the Knights. Opening kick brought to you by Boyd & Associates, turning complicated matters into simple concepts. John Boyd with Boyd & Associates has been bringing accounting integrity, character, client focus, and dedication to our local community. For 20 years. First and 10 for the Central Rebels. They'll line up with twins to the right, tight end, and a wingback on the right hand side. Now they'll flip them to the left hand side. Casey Murphy, all alone in the backfield, he'll roll to that left hand side, tuck and look to run. Lowers his shoulder into one of his linemen, lead blocking for him, and picks up about four, maybe three yards on the play. Called a four yard pickup. On first down and 10, going to take it to the 20-yard line. And the Central Rebels working quickly. We'll see if we can get you their starting lineup in just a moment here. Second down, six yards to go. Same formation. They'll flip it again to the left-hand side. Murphy pulls in the snap with his right hand, slings it out wide with his left hand, and it clanks off the hands of Joe Bryant incomplete. Starting lineup for the Central Rebels brought to you by Shelter Insurance, proud to be a part of high school sports. Your starting quarterback today, Kason Murphy, in the backfield next to him. It'll be Jackson Jones with Barrett Henson rotating in as well. The wide receivers, Joe Bryant, Cannon Harlow, Caden Casey, and Braden Berry. And the offensive line left to right, Cole Presswood, Hayden Carver, Logan Murray, Sammy Calloway, and Nathan Weinhold. Third down and six, Murphy rolls to his left, taking a shot on the seam. He's got Braden Berry, he's got it at the 45-yard line, cross the 50 to the opposing 40, the 30, the 20. Brayden Berry's going to go all the way in the third play of the game. An 80-yard touchdown. They got Braden Berry sneaking on the right-hand side. They flipped the formation like they did three times, but they left Braden Berry on the right-hand side. He was unaccounted for right down the right seam, and he scores the first touchdown of the ballgame, 6-0 Rebels. Central, they cycled the
1: whole offense to the left side of the field, and it was going to be a really short field because they're on the far hash. There would have been a little bit of room and just a little bit of a cross- throw back across the field to Braden Berry, and he had nobody around him. He had a five-yard cushion. He was able to dash to the end
0: zone as Central's going for two. Murphy throws jump ball. Bryant, toe tap, it's down and he's pulled it in. Joe Bryant with a diving catch and he keeps both feet inbounds. He only needed one at the high school level. That'd be a touchdown in the NFL. Instead, it's a two-point conversion. 11-11 left to go. Opening quarters. Central Rebels strike first. They lead 8 to nothing on KFMO.
2: Started back in 1982, Dalton Home Improvement has grown to be one of the most competitive siding companies in Missouri. Owned by Hank Kinsey, his crews are highly qualified installers, experienced in new construction and rehab, from new roofing, both metal or shingle, to any home improvement, inside or out. Dalton Home Improvement is licensed and bonded, and a member of the Better Business Bureau. Dalton Home Improvement, 431-2373. That's 431-2373. Estimates are always free.
3: High School Football on KFMO is brought to you by Wade's Automotive in Farmington, Dalton Home Improvement in Park Hills, Cozy Memorial Chapel in Farmington, Curtis Glass in Park Hills, and by Graphic Options in Farmington.
0: Central Rebels getting ready to kick things away to the St. Francis Borgia Knights. 8-0, they lead following an 80-yard touchdown reception from Braden Berry as Keyson Murphy That was just a beautifully drawn-up play. Casey Murphy just had to kind of lob it over the top of everyone. Looked more like an alley-oop than a uh, touchdown pass, if you will. Kick is an end-over-end kick, and the two returners for St. Francis Borgia collide with one another. Will Hur comes away with it, and he's taking up the near side now. He's got a lane up the sideline, keeps his feet in bounds. Oh, no, he doesn't. He steps out at the 41-yard line, and if the fingertips of the Rebel pushed him out there, if they were just maybe one glove size smaller, if he's sporting a medium instead of a large, that could be a touchdown for St. Francis Borgia, and what a response from them. They're going to set themselves up with good field position, first and 10 on their own 41-yard line. Almost took each
1: other out and still yeah. had a great return, return of about 30 yards, and they're going to set themselves up at the 41. This is really good starting field position if you want to get a counter counter strike against this Rebels team.
0: They line up with a receiver all alone on the left-hand side. Tight end, wing back on the right side, along with another receiver split out wide on the right-hand side. Balls on the left side, hash. The snap to Zeltman. He's going to hand it off to Wolf in the backfield, and he's swallowed up nowhere to run. His flag comes flying in from every direction. As it stands currently, it's a tackle for a loss of maybe half a yard. We'll see what that flag is, though. In the meantime, we'll bring you the starting lineup for the St. Francis Borgia offense. It's Cohen Zeltman at quarterback with Hayden Wolf, the running back. The wide receivers are Tate Marquardt, Nathan Kell, Brady Denbo, and Sam Tupker. Meanwhile, the offensive line left to right, it's Brady Kleesner, Jacob Gildehaus, Will Devine, Andrew Mountie, and Jacob Brinkman. The penalty, it's on the Rebels. It's a face mask 15 yards, going to set up the St. Francis Borgia Knights nicely in enemy territory on the opposing 44-yard line with a fresh set of downs. Um, they're going to give up five yards back to the Central Rebels. The wide receiver on the far side of the field, Denbo, just took off way before anyone else was moving So a false start on him, backing him up five yards, putting it closer to midfield on the Rebels' 49-yard line. Meanwhile, the Central Rebel defense, their defensive line features Eli Rasnick, Nathan Weinhold, Silas Richardson, and Hayden Carver. The linebackers, Cannon Harlow, Jackson Jones, Sammy Callaway. Expect to see some Chad Cosby rotating in this game as well. The corners are Caden Casey and Braden Berry with the safeties, Joe Bryant, Case, and Murphy. Starting lineups brought to you by David Scott Haggerty of Shelter Mutual Insurance, 517 East Main and Park Hills. Quick pass, near side, caught and run out of bounds is Tupker, the wide receiver, gets that penalty yardage back, plus two more. Going to set up a second down and eight yards to go for the first with the ball on the
1: 42-yard line. Nice little short play there. Try to get your quarterback some confidence early in this game. First pass, first completion, definitely the right way to draw it up. A gain of seven on that play,
0: especially uh, for for a little short pass. That's very good yardage. They line up quickly. Trips Bunch right next to the offensive line on the right side of the formation. One receiver alone to the left. They'll run a speed option to the right-hand side. The pitch, it's high but pulled down by Wolf. He gets across the 40, taken down a few yards after that, taking it all the way to the 37-yard line. Not quite close enough for a first down, but this certainly makes it third and manageable. Going to be a third down and three. And it was a little bit of a high pitch. If he could have put it a little bit more in stride
1: for out front of his running back, he would have had a, had a nice little crease around the edge to the sideline. So bring up third and manageable here. We'll see what Borja decides to do here. We've seen two runs and one pass
0: so far. You know, line up the shotgun set for Zeltman, running back directly behind him, and one in a three-point stance, a yard in front of him, offset to the left. They're going to run on that left-hand side up the middle, and stuffed is Hayden Wolf, the tailback. He got two out of the three he needed for the first, so it brings up fourth down in a yard, and we'll see if St. Francis Borgia elects to kick a field goal here, or if they're going to go for it. And as it looks right now, they're not bringing any subs in and out. Here comes the quarterback, Zeltman. They're going to go for it on fourth down and a yard on the opposing 35-yard line. If you've got a kicker, they can kick from 53, absolutely. You try to take
1: points, but this is fourth and one. You're in no man's land right now, so you definitely got to go for it. We'll see if they try to go
0: run power. Trips Bunch left-hand side, a running back to the left of the quarterback, Zeltman. It's Wolf, one receiver all alone on the right-hand side. Hard count from Zeltman. Central doesn't bite. Now they're going to run a design QB run on the left-hand side. He's got the first down and a few more after that. Picking up five yards on that run, taking it all the way to the 31-yard line. Line. Just great play design there. Overload the left-hand side, get the running back on that side as well, and have him lead block for the quarterback. And Central, they've been a little bit too
1: spread out, especially on a fourth-and-one play. You definitely want to make sure you have man-on-man on, man on that near side where they had the bunch and they just weren't able to to break the tack or, or shed the blocks rather and get to the quarterback so we've definitely seen great playmaking from zeltman so far able
0: to have a mobile quarterback really helps whenever you have the spread offense three receivers all bunched up on the left side again they're going to send one in motion left to right Quat across the middle the pass pulled in by kell and he's taken down at about the spot for the first pickup of nine and a half it's ten if it's ten they've got the first
1: and it looks like they're going to mark him a yard short, so pick up of nine on that play. And definitely something we don't see a whole lot is uh, Central getting taken advantage of down the middle of the field, just a simple crossing route, maybe a slant towards the middle of the field
0: and pick up of nine on that play. We haven't quite seen the big play from Borgia, but this drive has been effective. Second down and a yard is there in the red zone, ball on the 21-yard line. Well, flags come flying in, whistles blow. Blowing the play dead as well as it looked like it was going to be Zeltman running on the left-hand side. It's a false start on the offense that's going to back him up five yards. Set up a second and six instead of a second and one. It was one of the first times we haven't seen them run a hard count on this drive, so maybe just a little bit miscommunication. Well, that goes into what we said before with disguising on defense. On offense, you got to do the same thing and mess with the snap count. Do not let the Central Rebels kind of start leaning forward a little bit anticipating that snap count. It's something that I get because you want to save it the hard count for those false star for get the defense jumping off sides, the encroachments, but it's still something I'm surprised you don't see teams do more often. Central sets up with four down defensive lineman as Borgia spreads things out. High snap over the head of the quarterback Zeltman. He'll tuck and run on the right hand side, try to get some of that yardage back, but he won't as he runs out of bounds. Going to be a loss of four on the play. And well, they had second down and one, a penalty and a missed snap now makes it third down and ten instead.
1: And they're very fortunate. He picked up about ten yards from where he picked up the ball to just get it back to the original line of scrimmage, so bring up third and ten. We, this is what we're talking about. You've got to limit mistakes, and right
0: now that's three mistakes on this one drive alone. And They were in the red zone. They're backed out of it now. 7.50 left to go in quarter number one. It's an 8 nothing ball game favoring the Central Rebels. Borgia looking to convert on a third and ten. Pressure, pass, across the middle. Pulled in. Is it held on to? Yes, it is. What a catch by Tate Marquardt. Across the middle, taking it inside the 20 to the 17-yard line. He was surrounded by a Central Rebel defender who just could
1: not knock it free from him. Had a hand in there, just great grip strength from the receiver to drag that down. And he, I mean, he got dragged down. He probably got dragged across the first down marker.
0: So we'll see what Borch is able to do now as they are in the red zone third different receiver to catch a pass on this drive it's gain of 15 first and 10 on the 19 yard line delayed handoff wolf left side bounces it back to the outside he's got the edge there lowers his shoulder at the five reaches for the pylon but he's short taking it inside the five they're going to spot him at about the two or three yard line And that's just a
1: beautiful run by your running back. You just want to see him make a couple cuts, get a couple moves on the outside. He was able to break a couple tackles, so they're set up really well now, first and goal at the two-yard line. So we'll see if they keep running power. This is one of the things that we haven't seen Central
0: give up a whole lot, is yards on the ground and over the middle. And long extended drives as well. That's the result of that power on the ground, like you mentioned, but also – Finding the holes over the middle, Cohen Zeltman, the quarterback. He's been dropping dimes on this drive. Snap knifing through the middle and getting the tackle for loss from the second level. Sammy Callaway running in like a madman. He finds Hayden Wolf in the backfield as soon as the football found him on the handoff, and it's a big loss of three. Everybody talks about Jackson Jones, the linebacker. Look at Sammy
1: Calloway, the linebacker. He, normally we see him up on the line, but he's got such a nose for the ball and able to cut through the line. I mean, he moves way faster than you expect for a guy his size, and he just is
0: able to read the play so well, got that senior experience as well. This is a phenomenal linebacking core. You look at the athletes that are here. You mentioned Jones and Callaway. How about Ken and Harlow as well? Going to Mizzou as a decathlete playing linebacker this year. Bunch on the right-hand side. Design QB run that way. Now they're going to throw the pass. Dive! Incomplete off the fingertips of the intended receiver as he was dragging along the back of the end zone. It was Tate Marquardt who couldn't hang on to it. Would have been a touchdown. Instead, it's third down and goal from the five yard line. Six and a half left to play first quarter, still an eight nothing lead for the Rebels, but we've got a flag down, and it looks like they're backing up the offense. They are backing up St. Francis Borgia, so it's going to be against them. We'll see what the call is from the official. Uh, initial call was an eligible man downfield. Oh, yep, it is. That's a huge mistake for Borgia. And- you know, I wonder if that was supposed to be a run-pass-option style play, and the quarterback Zeltman got greedy at the end and passed it because you kind of see the linemen swung out on the right-hand side with him, but they didn't get too deep downfield right away. They were, they were waiting to engage on those blockers.
1: And that play developed really, really slowly, so maybe that's part of the reason why they're just the timing was off. So now
0: it's second and goal from the 10. Instead, they redo the down pass, left-hand side, almost intercepted. Off the fingertips of Cason Murphy, but he couldn't hang on to it as he was trying to keep his feet in bounds as well. Beautiful play from him. He undercut Tupker, the intended receiver, on the left-hand side. And he was able to just bat the ball down. A lot of times you see your
1: cornerbacks, they want to catch it and go with it, able to just knock it down as well. I mean, of course you want to catch it, but, I mean, he did a good job to keep it down and keep it away from the receiver. Great coverage. And this is third and goal from the 10 now, so you're, you're probably looking at two shots at the end zone here if you're Borgia.
0: Trips right. Lone receiver left is Tupker. They're going to roll to the right-hand side with Zeltman. His pass off the fingertips of a Rebel defender pulled in at the goal line, but they're going to say out of bounds at the one
1: and you just got to know where the goal line is, and he was just shy, probably was in it whenever the ball was thrown, but had to come back to the ball, so he's right at the corner of the goal line. It's fourth and goal from the one. This is a big-time play right now. If you're a Central Rebel fan, if you're a Borgia
0: Knight fan, this is a big momentum shift right now. We're halfway through the first quarter. And this could be the play of the game. Zeltman going to go under center for the first time this ball game. He's got an eye formation behind him. They'll push him forward into the end zone for six. Saint Francis Borgia gets on the board with 6:13 left to go in quarter number 1. It's an 8 to 6 ball game. And we'll see if they go for two and try to match or if they elect for just the PAT and make it an 8-7 ball game. Looks like yeah, there's the kicking block so they're going to come out for just a PAT. So Central's going to maintain the lead unless we get a fake here. I just love seeing power football
1: from a team that doesn't maybe look like it's going to be power. If you're set up in the spread most of the time, you're definitely not looking at eye formation. But, I mean, you've got to have goal line plays. And that was just a perfect
0: uh, kind of like a tush push we see. Kick is up, and it is good. Really impressive kick from Adam Rickman as the score remains 8-7 to seven. Central Rebels with the lead over the St. Francis Borgia Knights. They'll get the ball back when we return after this on KFMO.
4: In Washington, D.C., in Jefferson City, Missouri, and every other state capital across our nation, people are gathering to make great decisions, decisions that will impact the lives of countless millions. What is the greatest decision you'll make? What is your greatest choice? The decision that matters throughout eternity is not what happens regarding our health care or our life insurances or all of those things that we deem so important. The greatest decision is to follow Jesus Christ and make Him the Lord of your life.
0: Hungry? The Riverside Grill on East Main Street in Park Hills has homemade daily specials like ham and beans or chicken and dumplings. Or choose from a menu of other delicious entrees such as their all-you-can-eat catfish, country fried steak, hand-cut ribeye steaks cooked just the way you like, or maybe you want a simple burger and fries. Or stop by for a hearty breakfast every day from 7.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. Dine in, call ahead, or hit the drive through It's the Riverside Grill across from the Farmer's Market in Park Hills. Adam Rickman to kick it off. An end-over-end kick received by Joe Bryant on his own five-yard line on the far side hash. He'll work it back towards us. Bryant trying to get the edge, and he's running out of bounds across the 20-yard line at the 22 where the drive will begin for Central. And, According to St. Francis Borgia, small sample size, but two kickoffs. They've done a phenomenal job staying in their lanes, not giving Joe Bryant any sort of cutback that he's looking for. That's what he's trying to see. When he's coming over on this side and he's not going full speed, he wants to see someone over pursue and cut it back to the left-hand side for a lane to knife through. Six oh seven left to go in quarter number one. Rebels with the 8-7 lead. They'll get the ball back here. First and ten on their own 22. Two receivers on either side. Shotgun set for Murphy. He claps twice and now we get a new play. It's Cannon Harlow lined up in the backfield to his right. Traditionally a wide receiver. The handoff to Harlow out of the backfield. He hops over a Borgia Knight on the ground and takes it for a gain of three on the play.
1: Yeah, normally we see Bryant back there. We see Jackson Jones. Cannon Harlow, a new little wrinkle to this offense here late in the year. We'll see if he's going to stay back there as it looks like Barrett Henson now in the backfield with Murphy. Usually if Cannon
0: Harlow's getting the handoff, it's on that sort of orbit motion where it'll get him some momentum and kind of have him loop around and take it on a power run. Bryant's got it, cuts it back inside, spins off a defender, but that defender hangs on and eventually pulls him down to the turf as he crosses the 30 to the 31-yard line, pickup of six on the play, third down and a yard to go for the first for the Rebels and we'll see if they do, if they try to give Bryant a little bit more room
1: that time. I mean, it was three on two on that side, and Bryant was able, wasn't able to break out of the two-man
0: tackle, but he still picked up a nice chunk of change there. It's third and short. We'll keep an eye on them taking a shot on that play later. As flags come in from every direction. I think we're going to get a penalty on the Rebels as they whistle the play dead. That's something we've seen before from Central. You know, they set up that quick out to the slot receiver, and then eventually instead of blocking, the receiver on the outside just takes off down the field for a touchdown. So keep an eye on that, especially it looks like on that play we saw man coverage across the board from Borgia on third and one. Could have just been the down and distance situation. We'll see if that changes here on third down and six. Yeah, still third and manageable here, but you definitely need to get a good positive pickup here tight end receiver or two receivers rather to the left two receivers to the right empty in the backfield is Cason Murphy design QB run as he steps up in the pocket but it swallows him up and he's taken down right at about the spot for the first I think he rolled over the back of a defender and wasn't quite down until he got across that defender they're going to call him short fourth and one We'll see what the Rebels elect to do here. Coach Schweiss likes to be aggressive sometimes. They're deep in their own territory on their own 31-yard line. That alone usually just dictates, okay, punt it away. But in a game like this with how good that Borgia offense looked, I wouldn't be surprised if we see the Rebels go for it. Power-eye formation. The give to Joe Bryant in the backfield. He's got a lane on the right-hand side. Trying to elude a tackler as he crosses the 35 and taken down at the 39-yard line. He needed one. He got eight. First down Rebels. And you were talking
1: about Borgia. You got to be watch- watching. They didn't even tr- attempt to send anybody back for a punt. They knew what was coming. Yep. And they had power coming in. And man, what a what a nice hole. Bryant was almost able to break it free. He had a had an opportunity there, but able to uh, brought down by the shoestring tackle. We don't see that very often against him. But it's a nice first down and a new set of downs for
0: the Rebels. Another empty set. They're gonna motion Bryant to the near side. Bryant tucks on the end around. Tries to turn it up field, but he's swallowed up at the 45 yard line. As he picks up
1: six. really impressed right now with how Borgia's able to limit the big plays. They're still giving up quite a few yards, but the the running lanes just aren't there that we normally see from the Central team. They really like being able to spread everybody out with the pass and then run up the middle. They they have not had that so far.
0: And the tackling as well. I don't know if I've seen any Central Rebels break a tackle here. A lot of great open field tackling from Borgia. Central sets up a screen on the right-hand side to Jackson Jones. No one within 30 yards of him as he takes it up the near sideline. Pops. uh, St. Francis Borgia Knight with his shoulder and and run out of bounds at the 35-yard line, or excuse me, the 37. But we got a flag down on the play. And the Central Rebels, they're starting to make their way back. Uh, I don't know who it's on yet, but we saw them call ineligible receiver downfield earlier. I wonder if this is a similar call on the screen set up on the near side. And
1: it looks like the flag may have come from the side official. They're,
0: they're waving they're waved it, waved it, off. it
1: off. Yeah, I didn't see anything that drew, that drew my attention back there. But what a good play design. We talk about, you know, they're shifting everybody to the far side, and then they come back across the field. And that time, Jackson Jones is wide open, and that's one man you don't want to give a bunch of
0: space. Gain of 16 on the pitch and catch. Keeson Murphy to Jackson Jones. Yeah, if he gets some momentum, Jackson Jones is just a brutal player to try to take down. Rebels driving, they're in enemy territory on the 39, quick hit, far side to Cannon Harlow, now it's a tunnel screen as he loops underneath some blockers, to the near side, outside the numbers on the near side, Cannon Harlow's got the edge, he'll score, oh did he fumble at the one, he picks it up in the end zone, now he scores, oh my goodness, Cannon Harlow had a brain fart, but he realized exactly what he did as soon as he did it, he spiked the football on the one yard line. Thankfully for him, it bounced directly to him and not out of bounds in the end zone. Otherwise, that would be a touchback for St. Francis Borgia in their ball. And it was close to going out of bounds, too. It was was inches away. He was
1: right at the corner, and it may have been touching the white line, but not not enough for the official to call it. As Central's going to look to go for two again, but we see that tunnel screen works so often, and he just cut all the way from the far numbers all the way back here to the near pylon here at the end zone. So what a great Athletic play from Ken Harlow as the two-point conversion is good once again.
0: Caught on the near side, Joe Bryant as he breaks outward towards the sticks and pulls it in. 16-7 your score, 3-16 left to go in quarter number one. The Rebels respond with a touchdown of their own. St. Francis Borgia we will see their response
3: after this on KFMO.
5: Oh, what is that stench? Oh, Boogie, you smell terrible.
3: Dogs can stink up the whole house when not properly groomed and bathed. Take them to Pawfection Pet Grooming where your fur child looks and smells pawfect.
5: Ew, Boogie, have you been eating the trash?
3: Make Pawfection Pet Grooming your first choice for all pet grooming needs. Give them a call today at 573-482-0163. Pawfection Pet Grooming in Park Hill.
0: You would think in the advent of social media and the public shaming that Deshaun Jackson went through when he did that. Washington just did it as well a couple of weeks ago in their contest uh, against Oregon. And Cannon Harlow does it, but man, did he get a lucky break, recovering that fumble in the end zone to complete his 39-yard touchdown reception on a screen pass on the left side that he took all the way to the opposite side of the field for the score. Kickoff. Uh, the Rebels return by Borgia across the 30 to about the 35-yard line. That's where their drive will begin. And, man, <laughs> it's one of those where we talked earlier. The, Borgia needs to play mistake-free football. That goes for the Rebels as well. If that football bounces out of bounds, that is a huge loss against a Borgia offense that looked good. You'd be giving them the ball with a, in a one-point game instead of what's now a nine-point ball game.
1: Yeah, the false start didn't hurt them. That was almost a drive killer. They had third and one, make it third and
0: six, and then almost losing the ball out of the out of bounds in the end zone. Borges got trips left. One running back in the backfield and Wolf. He'll take the handoff, try to get the edge on the far side of the field, and turn it into a nice gain of about six on the play across the forty to the forty-one yard line, still on the night side of the field. A really nice balance attack from Borgia so
1: far. Not afraid to put it on the ground. Not afraid to take some chunk, some uh, chunk plays through the air. So we'll see if the if the playbook opens up a little bit. Now everybody's starting to get a little bit of confidence. You scored on your last drive. You really need an answer here. I mean, you definitely don't want to go down two scores. You're already down two via That's the it? nine point dif- differential. But you but you got to keep scoring.
0: The two point conversions have made this a two score game already. Play fake, pass across the middle, broken tackle by Mark Quart. Now he's continuing to carry defenders. Joe Bryant is one of those defenders. And finally, some help comes in to pull him backwards. Big gain, taking it from the Knights 40 across midfield all the way to the opposing 37-yard line. And that's one thing that we talked about last week with St. Jen. Not quite the best
1: tackling team, and that time, Joe Bryan, he went for the ball rather than going for the tackle, and that almost cost him because reinforcements did not arrive mm-hmm. until he gained another three or four yards afterward.
0: Yeah, usually the first guy is supposed to be the one that stands him up. It's players two and three who come in that are supposed to punch the ball out, not player number one, and that's why our court was able to pick up that extra yardage, 23-yard reception for him. He's on the slot right-hand side. Now he'll motion out to the left side to make it trips over there. They're going to run back the opposite way on the lone side of the field with an option for Zeltman. He'll cut it back inside, and it's a gain of about five on the play.
1: And you yeah. definitely definitely want those manageable-type yardages. If you're able to get 4-5 and five on the first play, that really opens up your playbook, gives you a lot of options, whether you want to keep going for short gains or if you maybe want to take a little bit of a shot.
0: And we saw that happen on that last play. And we've seen throughout this game for the offense for Borgia, it's not like they're running plays and picking up two, three yards. It's been a lot of seven-yard gains, nine-yard gains. We didn't see it until the end of that last drive, but we're starting to see it here. Gains in double digits as well. So it's not like they're just picking up a few yards in a cloud of dust or on these turf fields, a flurry of rubber pellets. Run up the middle. Wolf's got a lane, and it closes quickly on him, but not before he picks up the first down, taking it inside the red zone. Down to the 22-yard line is where the ball will be spotted and Jackson Jones had
1: a hold of the tail of the jersey and if he would have let go he would have been gone as he bolted through the middle we've not seen Central get gashed like this up the middle a lot of times you know they're undersized up front sometimes but they always make up for it with their linebackers and their run stopping ability we have not seen that so far
0: St. Francis Borgia pretty big offensive line they're just calling all the perfect plays here here's another good one Wolf on the pitch on the near side breaks a tackle on the edge against Caden Casey as a flag comes flying in Cannon Harlow comes in to make the tackle as it stands right now it's a gain of about five yards on the play but based on where that flag was thrown it might be a face mask on Caden
1: casey we'll see and they may call a holding on the receiver coming out blocking for the
0: for the running back face mask on the rebels so a gain of five is going to be an even better one it's going to result in half the distance to the goal and that will set up saint francis borgia with first down and goal on the seven yard line
1: And these are just mistakes that we don't see. This is a very disciplined central team. This is not something that we've seen a lot this year. And you know they're leading right now, but you cannot accumulate so many penalties like this early on in the game. And we'll see if that continues to be a trend. These these is a very senior-laden team. They know what it takes to get to this point, but they just we need to, they need to figure out a way to get to get over this hump.
0: Band coverage across the board as Borges sets up three receivers to the right. Wolf in the backfield with the quarterback Zeltman. Low snap. Zeltman will keep it himself on the left side, and he's met. Just past the line of scrimmage, taking it inside the five to about the four and a half yard line. And we'll, I wonder if that was more of a mesh
1: option where the running back and the quarterback kind of had to decide who's going to take the ball and quarterback probably didn't make the right read.
0: Well, I think that he didn't make the right read because that was his only read that low snap by the time he popped up with the ball. Wolf was pretty much past him. There was no time to read the defense at that point and then decide whether or not to give the ball to Wolf. You had one decision at that point blindly give it to Wolf or keep it yourself. He elected to keep it second and goal from the five yard line, 30 seconds remaining quarter. Number one, nine point lead for the central rebels is Borgia threatening. Once again, left side Zeltman, Find the lane, he'll score. From five yards out, he squeezes between the Rebels defenders to take it in for the touchdown. Don't see a
1: lot of design quarterback runs work against the Central Rebels team, and they were just able to set that edge. They, they've run that play with the running back, and now they've run that play with the quarterback, and you got a couple of playmakers in that backfield, and Central just doesn't have an answer to stop them yet. This, if you like defense, we may be in for a long day. <laughs>
0: This is not a defensive showcase so far on either side, as once again going for the PAT is Rickman. Snap is down, kick is up, and it's good by plenty. Man, Rickman can really kick. 28 and a half seconds left to go, quarter number one. It's a two-point ball game. The Rebels maintaining that lead, 16-14 on the Parkland Sports Leader. AM 1240 KFMO. The Central R3 School Administration, Board of Education, faculty, staff, and student body congratulate the Central Rebels on an excellent football season. Making it to the state playoffs is a huge accomplishment. Thank you for such an exciting season from all of us at the Central R3 School District.
3: El Tapatio Mexican Restaurant in Farmington, Park Hills, and Deloge serves up the best Mexican cuisine in St. Francis County. El Tapatio Mexican Restaurant offers an authentic Mexican experience that is hard to beat. Tasty tacos, exquisite enchiladas, flavorful fajitas, and more. You'll leave full, but your mouth will be watering for more. Check out the delicious menu online at eltapatiomex.com or visit a location near you in Farmington, Park Hills, or Deloge. We've got four drives throughout
0: this ballgame so far. Four touchdowns and 30 combined points between both teams. And we still got another 28 and a half seconds left to go in quarter number one. It's a 16-14 lead for the Central Rebels. Borgia coming off a five-yard touchdown run from Cohen Zeltman, their quarterback. And the kick watched by Joe Bryant as it skips past him into the end zone for a touchback. The Rebels will set up first down and 10 on their own 20-yard line. Not the first time we've seen the the kickoff land
1: short of Joe Bryant. And so maybe, probably not the way that he wants to kick the ball. The one time he did have the clean reception on that last kickoff, I mean, they f- f- funneled him out of bounds. And that time he was just like, ah, just let it go.
0: Yeah, credit to Borgia on their special teams. They've been playing some solid special teams on the two kickoffs that Joe Bryant has returned so far. He's had no such lane to cut back. Central's going to play things really tight. They've got three running backs lined up as wingbacks on the left side. And now they're going to snap the ball with Joe Bryant in motion. Fake it to him. They're going to move Cannon Harlow all the way across the formation to the near side. Harlow's got the edge. He's got that D1 SEC speed as he's running a bounds across midfield. Taking it to the opposing 40-yard line when he's finally out. We're talk- 45, excuse me. We're talking about
1: countering the overload. That's the third time they've run that in this quarter, and it's worked all three times. One for a touchdown, one for a massive play by Jackson Jones, and now another massive play again for Cannon Harlow. And that's a, co- a nice little play. They have a shot at maybe scoring again before this Timer runs out. we got 19.4 left. Yeah, Basically, if
0: Central has the ball and there's time on the clock, they can score on aim play. Jackson Jones up the middle. He's got a big lane, and he fights his way forward across the 35, takes a shot there from two defenders, a little slow to get up, but now he'll come to the near sideline. seems to be favoring that left arm a little bit. Barrett Henson has come in to replace him, and that'll be a tough loss for the Central Rebels if Jackson Jones goes down, not just offensively, but especially his presence on defense. The Rebels... With two receivers to the right, one of them, Joe Bryant, lined up quickly on the inside. And they'll just let the play clock run down to zero, bringing us to the end of the first quarter. And what a first quarter it was. We got a two-point ball game in Park Hills, Missouri. 16-14, Park Hills Central Rebels lead the St. Francis Borgia Knights on KFMO.
8: Are you struggling with your car, but you don't have a reliable shop? Let's ask a friend. Who do you take your car to?
9: Oh, Wade's Automotive. i trust Wade's Automotive.
10: Wade's? Wade's Automotive in Farmington.
8: Well, it's unanimous. Take it to Wade's Auto Service in Farmington with a full-service shop specializing in brakes, rotors, A.C. repair, transmission, even battery problems. Plus, they have a two-year, 24,000-mile part and labor warranty. Trust Wade's Auto Service, East Harrison Street, Farmington. Unico Bank in
0: Park Hills is one of 16 locations providing quality service to you. Offering internet and mobile banking, checking, debit cards, and so much more. Unico Bank is the choice for personal and commercial services. Visit Unico Bank in Park Hills today or online at unicobank.com. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Unico Bank in Park Hills, member FDIC.
6: Banking with people like you. Unico Bank.
0: Want to thank a couple of our sponsors for joining us on the broadcast, including the Pawfection Pet Grooming in Park Hills. Central School District, Unico Bank and Park Hills, Wade's Automotive in Farmington, and Home Pools and Spas located in Lettington. 12 minutes up on the clock until halftime. 16-14 year score. The Rebels have the ball in enemy territory on the opposing 32-yard line. And they're going to motion Joe Bryant back into the backfield next to the quarterback, Cason Murphy, on his right. They give it to Joe Bryant as he takes it to the left. Shakes a defender out of his shoes. Now he's got the edge. Bryant up the left sideline. One man to beat. He reaches for the pylon. Did he get there? They're checking. Yes, he did. Joe Bryant with the touchdown First play from scrimmage in the second quarter And it's
1: a 22-14 ball game And he just broke ankles as he was making his way toward the end zone And almost broke his own as the defender caught up to him and nearly knocked him out of bounds
0: short of the goal line. Forget ankles he might have taken that guy's ACL. I mean that guy just completely collapsed to his left, the defender for St. Francis Borgia and good news for the Rebels didn't see him on the previous play. He is coming to block on the wing back side on the right hand side. It's Jackson Jones back in Essential central once again goes for two high snap to Joe Bryant. Now he'll settle lob it back to the left side. Caden Casey snuck away from everyone pulls it in for the two point conversion and the Rebels have a lead of 10. 24-14 your score. 11.48 left to go. Quarter number two on KFMO. The employees and staff at your hometown Walmart Supercenter in Deloge are proud to support our local high school students and staff, proud to be a part of our area high school sports, and proud of our local athletes. Walmart Supercenter in Deloge congratulates the Central Rebels on their district football championship and wishes them the best of luck in the state playoffs. No matter what, you have the support of Walmart Supercenter in Deloge. Save money, live better. That's the Walmart Supercenter in Deloge. Just about 30 seconds of game clock removed from Borgia's touchdown and PAT to cut it to a two-point game. The Rebels have regained a double-digit lead up by 10. 24-14, 11.48 left to go in quarter number two as the kick is an end-over-end kick grabbed at the 20-yard line by her for St. Francis Borgia. Now Herr's got a lane as he takes it up the left hash mark. Only the kicker to beat as he cuts it back to the right-hand side. It's a foot race. Joe Bryant trying to track him down from behind. He can't as he tries to punch the football out. It's a kickoff return for a touchdown. Will Herr taking it 80 yards for the score.
1: Blow after blow. Just a heavyweight title fight here in Park Hills as the the we talked about how good special teams has played for Borgia so far central special teams they've they haven't really given up a ton of yards on kickoffs but it's been you know can they find the hole in that time her has found the hole and they kicked it off to him three times in a row now maybe you
0: want to try something a little bit different yeah well we've seen throughout this game i mean you go back to the opening kickoff her collided with his teammate in Nathan Kell, and still had a really nice return to take it to about the 40. Snap is down, kick is up, and it's good once again. 11.31 left to go. Blow for blow. The Rebels and the Knights taking it to each other. It's a 24 21 lead for Central. They'll get the ball after this on KFMO.
11: Since 1968, Lead Belt Pump & Supply has been serving the community with authorized sales and service. They have over 30 years of experience to help you with a reputation for quality. If you need contract drilling, Lead Belt Pump & Supply is happy to serve you. You'll find Lead Belt Pump & Supply at 204 East Elvins in Park Hills, or give them a call at 573-431-2476. That's 573-431-2476. Leadbelt Pump & Supply. Back in Park Hills,
0: 24-21, your score, 11-31 left to go in quarter number two as St. Francis Borgia getting ready to kick it back to the Rebels. And we'll take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mineral Area Overhead Door, 1020 Woodlawn Drive, just north of Farmington. And after trading turnovers, Grant Fowler connects with Tyler Geck for a 76-yard touchdown pass. BAT is good, and the Valley Catholic Warriors hold a 21-0 lead with 340 left to go in quarter number one. That's the only other game in action amongst listening area teams today. As the kickoff, the helicopter spin to it over the head. Of Joe Bryant in the end zone, he seemed a little winded trying to track down her on his kickoff return for a score. So I think he's okay, not returning that one and getting another uh, 30 or so seconds to catch his breath here. And I mean that kickoff—it went to the back of the E and Rebels in that far end zone.
1: I mean that was—that's one of the few times I've ever seen a helicopter kick, and he drilled it. That goes it. that far. Like
0: usually, that's coming up a little short. You want that end-over-end action.
1: Also on that out-of-town scoreboard, looking to see. If we can find any scores on the Fairgrove Eagles taking on Father Tolton Catholic, the winner of that game will get the winner of Valley Catholic Lift for Life.
0: We'll, we'll keep an eye out for that one as well. Mineral Area overhead door, 1020 Woodlawn Drive, just north of Farmington. Visit them at mineralareadoor.com. Jet motion, now a reverse toss back to Joe Bryant. He's going to tuck it, hide it for a bit. Now take a shot down the field, but he just overshoots Braden Berry by a yard. Fans want to hold on the defense. They don't get the call. But that's almost one of those where you sell it a little bit too much. You know, if Joe was kind of jogging a little bit, a little too nonchalant trying to hide the ball. You almost want to make it obvious when it's a reverse pass. No, no, you've got the ball. You're about to take off and run. It kind of, I think, gave the defense an opportunity to sit back a little bit further than, as opposed to maybe attacking downhill and they
1: may have a little bit of a claim for a hold, but it wasn't going to affect much of anything as they're taking another shot. Near sideline over the head of Caden Casey, incomplete. Murphy can't hit that one. And now, if you're Central, you've taken two shots. Maybe you should have tried to get a little bit closer to the first down. We've seen them have really good success on first down so far. But now you put yourself in third and long. And this is one, one of those games where we talked about it. If you're Borgia, you've got to score. If you're Central, you've
0: got to score. You've yeah. you got to keep the clock moving. Every drive has ended in a touchdown so far. But it's good an opportunity for any team. To force the opposition to give the ball back to them. We've got a third and ten. They're going to motion Cannon Harlow from the left slot side to the right side to make it trips over there. Running back to the right of the quarterback, Cason Murphy. That tunnel screen that resulted in a touchdown earlier for Cannon Harlow. But Joe Bryan is snuffed out and taken out. A flag comes in late. The safety for St. Francis Borgia. Tate Marquardt slams his hands on the turf. I think based on his reaction, and yes it is, face mask on the defense, and the Rebels caught an absolute break. Based on when that flag came in, there was no need for the face mask. Joe Bryant was contained. It was about to be 4th and 10 from your own 20. Instead, free 15 yards for the Rebels and a fresh set of downs as well, keeping this drive alive. Well, they're calling it a 5-yard face mask so it's grasping. Ooh. It's not the personal foul, so that'll make it 3rd and 5. Well, that at least gives the Rebels the drive for one more down, as opposed to a fresh set of downs. So third and five from the 25-yard line. Certainly opens up the playbook a lot more. Murphy, back to pass. He's got time. Scans the defense, middle of the field. He finds Cannon Harlow a little bit behind him and knocked away. And it was, it was a
1: shot. He, he was open, thrown just a little bit behind him, wasn't quite able to grab it. And, I mean, he didn't have, he didn't have room to, go, to reach back and grab it. I mean, it was going to have to be on the hands,
0: and it just was not. And we'll see what Central decides to do here. Will Weber, the sophomore linebacker, playing safety on Cannon Harlow with the pass breakup. And now the Rebels, they appear to be going for it. Their offense is set. Murphy claps twice. Now he'll take a couple steps back and get ready to punt it away. High snap. He pulls it down with the right hand and gets away a punt that is going to skip up the numbers on the far side across the 40 to the 30 where it's jumped on by the returner for St. Francis Borgia who got back late, Nathan Kell, and the Rebels have the first drive of the game that doesn't result in points we'll see if saint francis borgia can take advantage they trail by three 24 21 10 51 left to go in quarter number two and if you're kell i mean he, he went to grab it on a knee
1: basically yeah
0: at that point just let central grab it that's what i'm <laughs> there's no point, a point a to one, punch yourself. <laughs> it's the <laughs> one or two yards you were going to be saving at that point worth the risk of it taking a funky bounce off of you i at that point you know save the possession as opposed to like he, like I said one maybe two yards the ball was pretty much dead at that point already trips right lone receiver to the left for the quarterback Zeltman as he's in the shotgun set low snap he picks it up rolls to his right keeping his eyes downfield now he'll look to tuck and run and he's run out of bounds after a gain of two on the play at the 35 yard line and he probably had a room for another two two or three more
1: and Jackson Jones was bearing down on him and he was like yeah, I'm gonna go find the sideline Uh, I'm I'm surprised he didn't try to put put the shoulder down and try to get it a couple extra yards. He still had a little bit of a cushion. I mean, once he hit the 35, he went straight out of bounds. He didn't even try to take an angle.
0: Seltman, one of the best hurdlers in the state in both the 110 high hurdles and the 400 intermediate hurdles as well. Going as far as to say that he's probably going to be a hurdler in college was his head coach, Dale Gildehaus. A lot of faith in him as he took reign of the starting quarterback job full-time midway through this season, and he takes the run up the middle, carrying a couple of Rebel defenders with him across the 40 to the 41-yard line. Nice gain of
1: about five on the play. And Central had it red but just wasn't able to grab him as it looked like it was Logan Murray had a chance to grab him in the backfield and just had one hand on him but couldn't uh,
0: grab on and take him down. 10-20 left to go in quarter number two. It's a three-point game. St. Francis Borgia has the football. They trail the Central Rebels 24-21 with third down and two coming up here. They set up with a wing back on the right-hand side. Now he'll motion to the left side and get in a three-point stance. The slot receiver on the far side, Mark Hort, will come a little tighter as well. The play fake keep by Zeltman, who's got a lane on the far side, picking up some blocks in there as well as he's got the edge across midfield to the 40 and popped out of bounds by Caden Casey. At the opposing 38-yard line, big gain on third and two. And they had me fooled. I was looking at Hayden Wolf, and he was
1: going down for a one-yard gain. They would have been fourth and one, but Zeltman going back across the other way. You know, that's what we've been talking about, where you overload to the one side, and then you go back across the grain. And, you know, is like, enough of this. We're doing it ourselves, and they were able to get a nice play, and Zeltman, I'll give credit to him. I questioned him not wanting to put the shoulder down. He was willing to put the shoulder down into Caden Casey and pick up a couple
0: extra yards. I think it's a big difference lowering your shoulder into Caden Casey versus Jackson Jones. Certainly quite the weight difference there between the two as the running back, Wolf, gets the handoff and immediately introduced to Nathan Weinhold on the defensive line who, while still being blocked by the left tackle, Kleesner just wrapped his left arm and got a big bear hug of the running back, Wolf, to take him down for a loss of two. And We've seen him break through the line just a couple
1: of times already, and that time it was actually able to pay off as it was more of a designed handoff to the running back. And, and you know, we've seen a lot of, you know, the meshing, the crossing, where the quarterback has the option to uh, keep it or get rid of it. That time he got rid of it, and he maybe should have kept it.
0: Georgia with a time-consuming drive. Under nine minutes left to go in the quarter. They trail by three. Zeltman to pass. He's under pressure. Just going to lob it for a screen they set up late on the left-hand side. But it's just over the head of Hayden Wolfe, the running back, incomplete. And this is as good an opportunity as any for the Central Rebels defense to get off the field without allowing points. Third down and call it a long 11-short 12 with the ball on their own
1: 39-yard line. And if you're Borgia, you may play a little bit conservative here, try to get a few yards to make it fourth and manageable. I mean, I don't think you'd be trying to go for the first down here and then have fourth down because you're in no man's land. They're at the 39-yard line. You're definitely not going to be taking a field goal from this distance.
0: I don't know. Rickman, we've seen a strong leg from him. There's not a lot of wind, so these are the ideal conditions if you are going to try to boom a field goal. Low snap. The quarterback Zeltman falls on it to save possession. I was saying before, maybe it's within Rickman's range. They'd really be stretching him here if they go for it. This field goal would be an NFL range field goal if they did elect to go for it. And we'd be talking a, a, a near 60-yard field goal, and, yeah, they've got the punt team out. They're going to kick it away to the Rebels.
1: Yeah, if they wouldn't have lost the five yards there, they probably would have went for it. But now you're at the position where you have to punt. I mean, the, the, there's, no, there's no reason to try to – get to the first down marker you might as well just try to pin central deep but then again you've got the 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 video game character that is joe bryant
0: back in the back back deep to return that's it you know it's like uh who's the player the human joystick dante um robinson robertson what was the returner for the kansas city chiefs Way back in the early to mid-2000s. That guy was phenomenal, and they keep it away from Joe Bryant, and a really nice punt as well. Tell you what, special teams has been an X factor in favor of St. Francis Borgia in this game in a lot of ways, and that punt skips out of bounds at the 17-yard line, 16-yard line, right about there. So pinning the Rebels deep and keeping it away from Joe Bryant as well. You'll take that 10 out of 10 times.
1: Yeah, it took a little bit more of a central friendly bounce, so he may have have
0: wanted to try to get a little bit more spin on it
1: to go forward instead of backward, but definitely a good good play to just keep it away from Joe Bryant. Don't
0: even give him a chance. That's it. If it goes backwards, you're giving Bryant an opportunity to pick it up, but just went out of bounds quickly. The quick out to Cannon Harlow. He's wrapped up, driven to the turf, out of bounds on the near sideline. What a tackle from Tupker as he, he closed
1: in real quick from his safety position. And Gain of
0: about three and a half. We'll call it four on the play. Second down, a long six coming up with the ball now reaching the 20-yard line. Murphy claps. Oh, and they get a defender jumping offside. Then his cleat slipped out from under him as well. Looks like George I'm the sophomore... Got got tripped up. And. Yeah, I'm just glad he's alright because that leg kind of twisted a little awkwardly. You know, it's kind of like his whole body knew to stay onside except that right leg of his was the only thing that extended. And that's enough for the encroachment. Free five yards second down and one. An opportunity for the Rebels to take a shot here as they've done a couple times throughout this game. Borgia knows that they've got a couple safeties back deep. Murphy with time in the pocket as Borgia only sends three. Middle of the field into triple coverage. Cannon Harlow though it was a perfect pass to him. He was the only one that had the opportunity at it. He reached out his right arm for it though, and again, Rebels fans are looking for the holding call that isn't there from the officials. No, and I mean,
1: he threw it into triple coverage. That was that was risky. And he, the the defensive backs were almost playing center field out there, and it, you, Kind of fortunate that they didn't really make a good
0: attempt on the ball. They were going more for the player. They didn't really have a chance to. It, I, you know, Risky pass, yes, but credit where it's due to Casey Murphy. He put that where only his receiver had a chance at the ball. Murphy, designed QB run on the left-hand side. Stiff arming a couple defenders with that right arm that featured the dislocated elbow just a couple of weeks ago this season as he's finally driven out of bounds across the 35 at the 36-yard line. More than enough for the first as he picks up 11.
1: First time we've really seen him run on a designed run, not try to extend the play. And, you know, that's one X factor that you don't think about. Murphy can really run whenever, whenever you know, you, you may have be lulled into sleep and thinking that, you know, he's more of a pocket guy. He's got the great arm, the guy that's going to go pitch for Arkansas State. You've got to realize he's a runner, too.
0: He, plays, he can play mean center field. Yeah, he's a great all-around athlete. And, you know, you're right as well, especially when he's playing in center field. It's unbelievable some of the speed the Central Rebels baseball team has had in recent years in the outfield. A little pitch on a jet sweep. The Cannon Harlow tries to turn it up the field. Did the ball come loose there? No, it didn't. Harlow hung on to it. I saw someone dive in late for St. Francis Borgia, so I thought maybe it came free, but he's just jumping on the pile. Modest gain of two for Cannon Harlow, second and eight upcoming.
1: First time we've really seen that excuse me the jet option really not work there as he tried to cut back up the middle and just those running lines
0: we've we've talked about they haven't been there up the middle they've been able to make plays on the outside officially goes down as a reception as murphy pressured he steps up in the pocket as a flag comes in just going to lob it over the top of the defender a little backyard football for cannon harlow has got the near sideline and finally run out of bounds by the defender in the trail position but a good sign this is on the offense sammy Callaway staying put He's not going to waste his time going up the field, and it is on the offense, a holding. And that's going to back up what was a great play for the Central Rebels and erase it off the board.
1: And if you're watching the video footage, you could see that the, the defender kind of got held up and grabbed, and that's exactly when Murphy bounced it to the outside. If there wasn't a hold there, he probably would have got to Murphy, and that play would have been dead.
2: And Second it can-
0: And that's a long second and looks to be 19 after the holding. So a tough loss for the Rebels. Putting them almost all the way back where they started. Going to re-spot the ball on the 27. Three receivers to the left, one alone to the right. As Murphy, play fake. He's back deep to pass. They're going to set up a screen on the right-hand side and he just throws it into the turf. Good decision to do so. Barrett Henson, as soon as that skipped to him, he was met by a defender. That would have been a big loss and set up third and even longer. And definitely a good decision. A lot of times we
1: see quarterbacks that are younger. We've seen there's a, a, a great amount of them in our area. They would have tried to make something happen on that play. Murphy could see, you know, my, inti- my initial read for the screen is not going to work. Let's, yep. ju- let's just reset and we'll figure something else out. But it's, it's
0: third, and, third and 19. Save the yardage and save your running back Henson from getting killed on that play too because that linebacker for St. Francis Borgia was coming in with a head of steam. Twins left, now they're going to motion Joe Bryant into the backfield. Hand to him, it's the Trojan horse. They're looking for Cason Murphy down the near sideline. It's pulled in by Murphy. Catches it at about the 50. Falls forward to the 45-yard line. The Trojan horse, the Rebels pulling out all the stops in this game. The end around to Bryant. He stops, throws it back to his left for Murphy up the near sideline.
1: Maybe it helps to have your, your best playmaker play quarterback for half the year. Maybe, maybe that helps. You've got, you got that chemistry in Casey Murphy. We talked about him playing center field. That was just a good read. Know where the ball is. And, I mean, Tepker, he had really good coverage. I mean, it was just
0: a perfectly thrown ball from
1: your wide receiver to your yeah. quarterback.
0: And it was a, a little underthrown, and credit to Murphy for high-pointing that as well. He'll now set up with two receivers on either side as the Rebels are in enemy territory. Give to Barrett Henson, who blows through the chest of a St. Francis Borgia Knight to fall forward for that extra yard as he picks up three.
1: They're going to give him an extra yard on the spot, so
0: make it yeah. second and six. Well, that's why you love to see, you know, if you're going to meet the defender in the hole, win that matchup. Those hidden yards here and there, Jackson Jones will get them a lot. Love to see that from a smaller guy like Barrett Henson. Low man wins, and that was the scenario there for Henson. Advantage him. He got his pad level down and into the chest protector of the St. Francis Borgia Knights. little quick hit to Joe Bryant. Tries to shake a defender, but help comes in quickly. Only a gain of a yard. And they've, they've tried hitting that a couple times with Job,
1: and there just isn't room. Borgia's been able to snuff that out. They really like setting up the screen to Job and just let him do his thing on the outside. But I mean, there were two guys there to meet him right away. It was only a pickup of one. And many, not many times you're going to say that with Joe Bryant on a low screen pass to Got, the outside.
0: Two catches for seven yards in this ballgame. And yeah, usually that's predicated on Bryant making the first man miss. But Borgia, their defense has played phenomenal. First guy to the ball is usually the one making the tackle. They're taking a shot at the end zone. Incomplete, just shy of Joe Bryant as he extended for it. Safety was the closest player there. And it's fourth down and five from the 40-yard line in enemy territory. The Rebels are going to go for this one here, I would imagine. Yeah, they're at the Borgia 40.
1: Probably a a little too close to want to punt it. I mean, you could probably get a rugby-style punt and try to have it dribble back to Kell, like we saw last time. And that's it. They don't necessarily
0: have someone with a booming leg back there in case in Murphy. So they could punt it, and it could come up shy of the end zone. And now Murphy getting a new play from the near sideline as Central sets up three receivers left, one to the right. He'll clap twice again, look back to the near side, three on the play clock. And we got whistles and a timeout taken by the Central Rebels. First timeout of the ball game as both teams have been reserving them for big moments. And that's what we've got on our hands here. Fourth down and five yards to go for the first on the opposing 40 yard line. The Rebels lead by three. Timeout brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sonsigra on Farmington and Jonathan Steffen in Deloge
10: mineral area college congratulates all the coaches and players of the central rebel football team on an amazing season a district championship and making it to the state playoffs your dedication perseverance and teamwork have brought you this far and everyone believes in you as you head into the state playoffs to compete against the best of the best go give it your all we'll be cheering you on every step of the way good luck rebels from everyone at mineral area college Central
0: Rebels with the ball, fourth down, five yards to go for the first. They've got it on the opposing 40-yard line with 5'10 left to go in the first quarter as the defenses finally have begun to settle into this ball game. The last two drives, one for each side, has not resulted in points. Each side has had to punt it away. The Rebels looking to buck that trend and regain a two-score lead. They've led throughout this entire contest since the third play of the game was an 80-yard touchdown from Cason Murphy to Braden Berry. Big play coming up here. They're lined up to go for it. Two receivers on either side running back in the backfield next to Casey Murphy. On a blitz, here comes Borgia. Pass near side, low, incomplete. It's a turnover on downs. I think Murphy's arm, a defender for Borgia, might have gotten a piece of it as the pass was coming out because that pass was a wobbly one on the near side. I don't know if it was even going to make it to the receiver if there was no defender in the area.
1: And good coverage either way by Hayden Wolf as he almost picked that off. I mean, it was going to be their ball regardless, and probably a better idea that he let it hit the ground. Yeah, it save saved save, him a few yards. save about five yards. So we'll see what Borgia decides to do here as there's five minutes left to go in this half. This may be the type of team to want to try to grind the clock out in this half, not let Central have the ball. Borgia gets the second half kickoff as well, so you kind of have to think about that. Do you play a little bit more conservatively and try to limit Central's time to, to get an answer before the uh, halftime?
0: Pitch on the reverse. Going to give it to the wide receiver, Mark Quartz, who's trying to get the edge on the far side. And a big open field tackle made by Joe Bryant to prevent what would have been a large gain otherwise. Only a gain of six. Man, if Joe Bryant isn't there, playing on the weak side, not over-pursuing... There would have been all the room in the world for Mark The whole defense got caught over pursuing for Central. You mentioned for Borgia, though, a long time-consuming drive. That's what we've seen from them throughout this game. You know, their big plays, they haven't really had a long touchdown. Their three scores throughout this game have all come on uh, short dry- or long drives and short plays as we got encroachment on the Rebels. And that's going to give a first down to St. Francis Borgia. Free five yards, get him across the 50 to the Rebels' 49-yard line.
1: And again, uncharacteristic mistakes. We don't really see Central make these type of mistakes, and we've, we were talking about it. Who's going to make the least amount of mistakes? Who's going to limit the amount of possession for the other team? That you can't You can't afford that. That was second and four. You don't know what happens. You can make it third and four. You can get another big loss like we saw last drive with a bad snap. Just there's a lot of factors that can go into it, and you want to make Borgia make the mistakes.
0: Trips bunch right, lone receiver to the left for Borgia. They're going to motion one man out of that bunch, Kel, to the far side and give it to him on a sweep. And he's pulled out of bounds by the back of his jersey. Wasn't quite a horse collar. I think it was more the shoulder area that was grabbed on the tackle made by Eli Raznick.
1: And he did good to get four yards there. Is that... that corner was closing very quickly. Raznick did a really good job of pushing him to the outside. As It looks like Borges is now trying to take advantage of the outside. We've seen them have really good success up the middle. Kind of wondering why you would want to go away from that, and you're stopping the clock.
0: I think that's why. They're still at the point four minutes left to go in the second quarter where it's not completely fully commit to killing the clock. You You want to play balance a little bit. Eat some clock. Have a play that gets you out of bounds. You don't want to run out of time or force yourself to have to take a couple shots here and go into the locker room, trailing by three. Run up the middle, breaking a couple tackles. The running back, Wolfen, he's got the first down.
1: Yeah, definitely breaking tackles, and he dove for that first down, too. He was, he was probably about two yards short where he, was orig- where he was going to be tackled, but the lead, leaning forward, got them the extra first down.
0: Clock pauses momentarily while they reset the sticks. It resumes and ticks down to 340. 3.39, 3.38, trips right, receiver left. Backfield is Zelter with a running back to his right. He'll roll to his right-hand side, unleash a pass that way, pulled in by the receiver, Denbo, and he's down inbound, shy of the 30, at the 32-yard line on the Rebels' side of the field. He picks up seven, so the clock rolls down to 3.20 left to go.
1: And they really haven't had to pass the ball much in the second quarter. They've been really been able to to take advantage of the run. And so definitely good. You, you were talking about having balance. You've got to be able to balance both of them. They've had really good success with the with the run, but now you want to make sure you're, you're balancing it out. You're not overselling the run.
0: Three minutes left to go in the second quarter. A large part of that has to do with that kickoff return for a touchdown, erased a, an entire drive for St. Francis Borgia. Play fake pass to Cal out of the backfield. He turns it fields, got the first down, across the 25-yard line to the 24. Once again, in the red zone is St. Francis-Borgia, but we've got a flag down on the near side of the field. Clock will hold for now at 2.50 left to go, and we'll see what this flag is. Ineligible receiver downfield on the offense. That is the third time, or second time, we've seen that called this game. We saw one waved off earlier. On the Central Rebels, both of them have been against St. Francis Borgia and turns a first down into a redo of second down, and that's going to back up the offense as well for Borgia, make it a second down and eight.
1: And maybe that's ex- that explains why Cannon Harlow had a free look at that pass. <laughs> that was, <laughs> Zeltner, he was able to, to thread it through the open, open arms of Harlow to get it to Kell. And that maybe explains why the, the tackle definitely pulling upfield just a little bit too far.
0: I didn't see who it was exactly, but I imagine it's either Kleesner or Gildehaus, the tackle and guard on the left-hand side. Trips left, receiver right for Borgia. Pistol formation with Zeltman has a running back directly behind him. He's going to throw on the right side, tipped, intercepted by the Rebels. Now they're going to look to break it up the field on the far side. It's Caden Casey as he spins on a defender at the 45-yard line goes down there. Jaden Casey having himself quite the ball game as he gets the interception. Announce the Rebels in business. 2.22 left to go in quarter number two. They lead by three, and they're going to have the ball near midfield with two timeouts in their pocket. And if you're Corey Schweiss,
1: you've got to be loving that. This is the type of scenario that your offense thrives in. You want to be able to make sure you can change momentum permanently going into the halftime. You've got to definitely take advantage of this if you're Central and if you're Borgia. You've got to do all you can, limit the damage.
0: And they love taking shots following turnovers. And we'll see if they've got one up their sleeve that they haven't ran yet this ball game. 2.22 left to go. Ball on the 45-yard line. Still on the Rebel side of the 50. Joe Bryant comes in motion into the backfield. He sets up to the right of Cason Murphy, who claps once, and we got flags coming in. we got a false start on the offense, I believe.
1: I, I don't believe they would have gotten a playoff anyway as there was two seconds left on the play clock whenever the flag was thrown.
0: Based on Kaysen's reaction, I'm wondering if they're calling the false start on him. And He turned to the near sideline. I don't think I saw anyone move for the Central Rebels. And you're you're allowed some free reign to move around a little bit as a quarterback, but nothing that's going to you know imply that the ball was snapped and try to fake the defense in that way. Outside of the hard count, you're not allowed to fake like you've got a snap coming your way or something like that. They give to Joe Bryan up the middle. Not much doing. Barely gets past the line of scrimmage. We'll call it no gain as the clock ticks down to 2.10 left to go. St. Francis Borgia kicked the ball off, so they're going to get the ball to start the second half.
1: And Looks like Jackson Jones will check back in to the ball game as Central... You're definitely—they've got the clock running, so they're definitely going to want to try to get the get a good positive play here to set up a third and probably manageable, maybe even take a shot.
0: Caden Harlow's back in the backfield. They've got a wingback, a tight end on the right hand side, a receiver over there as well, and the wingback is Bryant. High snap, pulled in by Kason Murphy. Stiff arms a defender to keep his feet alive. Just chucks it down the field. Caden Casey gets knocked to the turf before the ball even gets there, and a flag comes flying in for defensive pass interference. Now, here comes the whole argument of, was that catchable? St. Francis Borgia is going to say, no, it wasn't catchable. Central is going to say, of course it wasn't catchable. Our receiver got ran over five yards away from the ball.
1: You're looking like Ed Reed coming, coming yeah. back from the safety position as he took him out.
0: But he took him out way before the football got there. And let's see. They haven't signaled anything yet officially, but they haven't picked up the flag either.
1: A lot of discussion going on here between the far official uh, the, the two side judges
0: are they about to wave this off passing or no they're getting ready to mark it off pass interference in the defense the boos from the central rebel fans quickly turned to some bronx cheers <laughs> and they were getting ready to just let the officials have it if that was getting waved off and now on the other side of the field st francis borgia can't believe it their head coach dale gilda house he's the one giving it to the officials now I think he wants an explanation on what we were just discussing before. Was that catchable? Borgia is currently saying no. Central says, of course not. Our guy got ran over as the ball was released, and that's going to give the rebels a first down and ten in enemy territory on the opposing 44-yard line.
1: I'm on. I'm on team. I think it was going to be uncatchable, but you took him out.
0: Yeah, you did give him a chance. And that's where you know. Usually the way that goes, if it's questionable whether or not it was catchable, they treat it as catchable. Because like I said, the case is made of, of course it wasn't catchable. Our guy got interfered with, especially when the interference is that egregious. It's not just a little push or anything like that. Caden Casey was flat on his back. Somehow the handoff is given to Jackson Jones as he takes it on the right-hand side as it was a high snap to Murphy. I don't even know if he got his palms in the football. I think he kind of just with his fingertips touched it to Jackson Jones, guided it to him, if you will. A nice gain of seven for Jones on the play as the clock winds to 1.15 left to go. Rebels still with two timeouts as they're creeping closer, but Borgia not allowing them to have a big play. And that's back-to-back snaps where there was a
1: little trouble. We'll see if that continues to be an issue here on this final drive.
0: Harlow motions into the backfield. A play fake to him. Murphy now going to set up to Harlow on the far side. He's got it. Ducks underneath the would-be tackler. Spins off another at the 40. Finally met and spun out of bounds by St. Francis Borgia. As the clock winds down, and we have a timeout, I think Corey Schweiss has asked him, why did they signal, wind the clock there? And now he does call a timeout. And amongst that confusion, another two or three seconds came off. It's down to 49 seconds exactly to play in the first half. The Rebels are going to have a third down and six on the opposing 40-yard line when we return on the backside of this break. Timeout brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sonscraw on Farmington and Jonathan Stefan in Deloge, 24-21 central leads on KFMO. 49 seconds left to go in the first half. It's a 24-21 ball game. Central Rebels leading St. Francis-Borgia, each side with three touchdowns. The difference in this game so far, the Rebels have gone for two each time. They have gotten it each time. Meanwhile, Borgia has just settled for the traditional PAT, and that's why Central's got the lead that they currently do of three
1: time moment here as officials are, are still having conversations yeah. about
0: I don't know if it's about the clock on the far side because I saw one of the officials you know, winding the clock with the motion and I think did they just signal to give the timeout back to the Rebels the officials trying to signal something to the press box here Oh, no, I, are they putting more time on the clock? I think they just said 52. Yeah, they did. They just put an extra three seconds back up on the clock for the Rebels, and I think that's when Corey Schweiss saying, well, I called the timeout, but then someone signaling the clock has stopped. I don't want to burn the timeout there. Then it was signaled to wind it again. So now 52 seconds left to go in the first half. We'll see if that's a big difference maker in this ballgame. Quick out far side of the field and spilled out of bounds. Brayden Berry with the reception. He picks up nine in the first down.
1: And nice little play from the senior there. You definitely want to get the first down, know where the sticks are, and then get out of bounds and help save yourself some more time. Definitely a, a smart play call there from Corey Schweiss as they're looking to get a fresh set of downs and keep on marching down the field.
0: The transfer for Farmington trying to help the Central Rebels capture a state playoff victory, something that has eluded Coach Corey Schweiss in his 10-year, excuse me, 20-year career, over two-decade career. Cason Murphy under pressure, just trying to find ways to weave in between linemen, and he finally finds an opening on the left side, throws a jump ball to the end zone, too high for everyone incomplete, as Cannon Harlow was the intended receiver there, and Man, and Cason Murphy was doing his best Lamar Jackson impression in the backfield there. The pocket had collapsed entirely on him from every different direction, and he's just running all over the place trying to find some sort of daylight to settle and throw a pass down the field, and it falls incomplete with 35.6 seconds left to go, and St. Francis Borgia will call their first timeout. We'll step aside as well. 24-21 your score. The Central Rebels threatening on the opposing 31 on KFMO.
14: Shop with a purpose this holiday season at The Giving Tree Boutique in Deloge. At The Giving Tree, we have a store full of great gift ideas that are perfect for the modern-day woman. From children's clothing to teens and adults, give a gift that gives back this year. When you purchase items from our charity lines, a percentage of that will go to support a variety of charities across the globe. So this holiday, shop with a purpose at The Giving Tree Boutique on Deloge Drive in Deloge. The Giving Tree, where giving is always in style. 24-21,
0: your score, 35.6 seconds remain in the first half, and the Rebels trying to add at least one more score before halftime, give themselves some breathing room against a St. Francis-Borgia offense that's looked good throughout this ballgame so far. Rebels got the opening kick, so it's going to be Borgia beginning the second half with the football. And it's a second down and 10 with the ball on the 31-yard line. Following the incomplete pass from Cason Murphy on... Just an incredible play to avoid the sack.
2: Look at this. Look at this.
0: A diamond bunch set up all the way out wide on the left hand side. Murphy back to pass. Under pressure, steps up in the pocket. He's pressured again from behind. It's that same player who creeps up on him and gets the sack. Sack made by Sam Tepker who came in on the blitz from the safety position and takes down Casey Murphy for a loss, and the Central Rebels will burn their third and final timeout. We'll keep it here with 26.2 seconds left to go. They lead by three, and they've got third down and 14 to go for the first. Got to get inside the 20 to the 19, or to the 20, excuse me, to pick up the first down. And after that, if the Rebels do pick that up, they're going to have to get lined up quickly and either spike the football or run a play. So I wouldn't be surprised... If you call maybe two plays in the huddle here.
1: Yeah, you probably have plan A.
0: Yep, and that's the play that gets you the first down, probably a pass deep, and maybe something set up in the intermediate to get out of bounds quickly to make it a fourth and manageable, if nothing else. And then the next play after that, which would be on first and ten. that If you are going to put two plays in, that's what it would be. But you know, that first and ten play, that might be just a fourth and intermediate play as well. If you get tackled in bounds.
1: Credit to St. Francis Borgia. This is, this is the first time they've really gotten a lot of pressure on Casey Murphy, and he's been having to, you know, dance around in the backfield, and he's been able to avoid it so far. That was the first time he wasn't able to, and it probably comes at an inopportune time as, like you said now, Central out of timeouts. What can they do?
0: The sack cost the Rebels four yards, third down and 14 with the ball in the 35. Murphy, high snap. Quick hit on the outside to Bryan. Now he's going to give it on a jet sweep pitch to Brayden Berry, who spilled out of bounds on the far sideline. There's a flag on the play. Berry's well short of the first down. Depends on where the officials spot it, but they're already going to get ready and back this play off. It's going to be a penalty on the Rebels.
1: And we've seen just about every... They're not
0: even bothering to spot it down the field, so... Blocking the back on the Rebels.
1: And we know Corey Schweiss as a play caller. I mean, he's, he's not afraid to take risks. But, I mean, yes. we, we've, seen, we've seen trickeration of all sorts <laughs> here in this first half. And we still have a whole other half of football to go after this.
0: Well, Corey Schweiss, with his system and how long he's been coaching, he can run any kind of offense that he wants. They could go power eye and just run the ball for 30 times in a row. They could run an option attack. I've seen them go spread even with teams that don't run the spread. Murphy. Back to pass with time as only three are rushing. And it's the hook and lateral to Brian, who laterals it again to Caden Casey. Ball is loose on the 30-yard line and St. Francis Borgia jumps on it. The hook and lateral, lateral for the Rebels. But the second one bounces off the hands of Caden Casey. And it goes the way of St. Francis Borgia who recovers with 9.9 seconds left to go in the first half. And I imagine they'll just take a knee or run it up the middle and take the three-point deficit into the locker room, getting the ball to start the second half.
1: Yeah, they're, nine seconds. You're, you're either taking a shot. I mean, you don't two timeouts isn't going to get you very far down the field with 9.9 left. Yeah, and they're going victory yep. formation right now. But. And I,
0: I think that's the right decision. Don't get greedy with it. Don't do anything that's going to risk a potential turnover as their quarterback, Zelter, takes the knee, and St. Francis Borgia will take it into the locker room, trailing the Central Rebels by three, but... With some late momentum captured heading into the locker room, they're also going to get the ball to begin the second half. Midwest Sports Center halftime report comes your way next on KFMO.
6: Everybody's going home,
0: pool, and spa. Create a paradise in your own backyard with Home Pools and Spa in Leadington. At Home Pools and Spa, they are a family-owned and operated business that believes in quality products, great value, and excellent customer service. They specialize in above-ground pools, in-ground pools, and relaxing spas. From chemicals, pumps, and liners to toys and umbrellas, Home Pools and Spa is there to help keep your pool ready all season long. Home Pools and Spa because home is where the fun is on the Outer Service Road in Leadington.
8: When it comes to auto care, trust the experts at Powell Automotive in Park Hills. Powell Automotive is your go-to destination for everything from auto repairs to quick oil changes and more. The experienced team at Powell Automotive is dedicated to keeping your vehicle running smoothly. Give them a call at 573 315 five5119 or stop by 402 5th Street in Park Hills to schedule your next service. Powell Automotive, where quality and convenience meet the road. Drive confidently with Powell.
5: It's everyday savings when you grocery shop at your locally owned Save-A-Lot food stores with locations in Farmington, Park Hills, Bonterre, Potosi, DeSoto, and Perryville. Stock up now for your Thanksgiving dinner. You'll find all the ingredients you need to make this year's Thanksgiving feast extra special. Everyone at your locally owned Save-A-Lot stores want to wish you a very happy Thanksgiving and remind you they will be closed on Thanksgiving Day.
13: R&R Mobile Home Parts and Service LLC is the place to go for anything needed to repair your mobile home. From doors, windows, and plumbing, to skirting, roof coating, and so much more, R&R Mobile Home Parts and Service LLC has what you need. Visit them today in Valley Mines at Highway 67 and Y, or call R&R Mobile Home Parts and Service LLC at 636-937-9898. That's 636-937-9898.
0: At RP Lumber in Park Hills, they are all about you, from providing the best customer service to offering the top products to help get that summer project done. Let RP Lumber in Park Hills help you turn your dream home into reality. Whatever the project, think RP Blue from the very best in professional service, quality products, and fast delivery. RP Lumber on East Main Street in Park Hills. Think Blue, RP Blue. RP Lumber in Park Hills. Visit their website, rplumber.com. Wake up and smell the
9: excitement at Number Nine Coffee Company. Thrilled to announce that they are now open on Sundays too. Sip your favorite blends, indulge in their delectable treats, all while soaking in the cozy atmosphere you love. Whether it's a solo moment of tranquility or a laid-back hangout with pals, Sundays are now for sipping at number nine. Make your Sundays brutiful at number nine coffee company, where every cup tells a story. 30 Woodlawn Drive in Lettington.
2: Started back in 1982, Dalton Home Improvement has grown to be one of the most competitive siding companies in Missouri. Owned by Hank Kinsey, his crews are highly qualified installers, experienced in new construction and rehab, from new roofing, both metal or shingle, to any home improvement, inside or out. Dalton Home Improvement is licensed and bonded, and a member of the Better Business Bureau. Dalton Home Improvement, 431-2373. That's 431-2373. Estimates are always free.
0: A high octane, high scoring first half, cooled off a little bit as both teams head into the locker room with the 24-21 advantage in favor of the Central Rebels. Welcome into the Midwest Sports Center Halftime Report. Sean Malone alongside Zach Pipkin. We will start by taking a look at the out-of-town scoreboard check, brought to you by Mineral Area Overhead Door. And a couple of games of note in action. In terms of local teams, the Valley Catholic Warriors are playing right now. And they've got a big lead as halftime approaches in that contest. It's a 37-0 lead. Last check with 3.15 left to go in the first half. It was an Alex Viox 7-yard score for his second touchdown of the ball game in his 21st of the season with a good PAT to build that monstrous lead for the Valley Catholic Warriors. So it seems like shy of an incredible second-half comeback for live for life. They're going to be moving on to the next round of the postseason. This game's still up in the air. We already know the winner across the way from them. It's Blair Oaks. And the way I believe it goes right now, the Central Rebels, if they win, would visit Blair Oaks. St. Francis, Borgia, if they win, they would be hosting Blair Oaks in the state semifinal round on the opposite side of the bracket for the valley catholic warriors though we do not have a winner in that one that game started an hour later pipkin
1: yeah and that was it was like where is your social media team folks uh but fair it is a matchup between fairgrove and father tolton fairgrove with the early lead right now seven to six with 424 left to go in the first quarter so we'll have to keep an eye on that if you're a valley catholic warrior fan uh definitely keep an eye out there's a gentleman from the columbia area keeping. an Keep giving us updates. So uh, we'll, ha- we'll keep you posted on that, but good good outcome so far for Valley Catholic as uh, they're taking it to the Hawks of Lift for Life.
7: Yeah,
0: really impressive first half for the Valley Catholic Warriors. They've had a lot of impressive halves throughout the season so far. Out of town scoreboard check. It's brought to you by Mineral Area Overhead Door, 1020 Woodlawn Drive, just north of Farmington. They install entry and storm doors, decks and railings, beam central vacuum systems, and more. For a full list of services, visit Mineral Area Door. Dot com. We'll take a break here on the Midwest Sports Center halftime reports. Coming up when we return, we've got highlights from the first half, plenty of them as well. That's going to happen when you've got six touchdowns through one half of play, and a couple other uh, turnovers as well. That's next here on KFMO.
3: Hey, it's Joel Schroder at Midwest Sports Center here in Farmington, Missouri. Hunting season is here. Take aim at our huge deals on Select Polaris, k and Kawasaki, and Suzuki machines. Visit us online at midwestsportscenter.com or call me at 573 573- 756 7579 to check out what's in stock. Our inventory is constantly updating with new and great used machines. Come visit me at 124 Walker Drive in Farmington, Missouri to find your next machine.
0: Hungry? The Riverside Grill on East Main Street in Park Hills has homemade daily specials like ham and beans or chicken and dumplings, or choose from a menu of other delicious entrees such as their all you can eat catfish, country fried steak, hand cut ribeye steaks cooked just the way you like, or maybe you want a simple burger and fries? Or stop by for a hearty breakfast every day from 7:30 a.m. to 11 a.m. dine in, call ahead or hit the drive through. It's the Riverside Grill across from the Farmers Market in Park Hills.
4: In Washington, D.C., in Jefferson City, Missouri, and every other state capital across our nation, people are gathering to make great decisions, decisions that will impact the lives of countless millions. What is the greatest decision you'll make? What is your greatest choice? The decision that matters throughout eternity is not what happens regarding our health care or our life insurances or all of those things that we deem so important. The greatest decision is to follow Jesus Christ and make him the Lord of your life.
7: Since 1960, Goggins Drilling in Park Hills has been providing
8: exceptional service to the parkland. Known for quality and professional well drilling pump service and pump repair, Goggins Drilling can also handle all of your trenching needs. Give them a call today at 573-431-2450. Their trained and professional staff will be glad to assist you. That's Goggins Drilling in Park Hills, 573-431-2450, or check them out online at GogginsDrilling.com.
3: El Tapatio Mexican Restaurant in Farmington Park Hills and Deloge serves up the best Mexican cuisine in St. Francis County. El Tapatio Mexican Restaurant offers an authentic Mexican experience that is hard to beat. Tasty tacos, exquisite enchiladas, flavorable fajitas, and more. You'll leave full, but your mouth will be watering for more. Check out the delicious menu online at ElTapatioMex.com or visit a location near you in Farmington Park Hills or Deloge.
0: Midwest Sports Center halftime report. And your score in Park Hills, 24-21. The Central Rebels with the lead over St. Francis-Borgia. And this game got going with the first score coming from Kason Murphy to Braden Berry. A little trickeration. Snuck him out down the middle of the field for an 80-yard touchdown. Third down and six. Murphy rolls to his left, taking a shot on the seam. He's got Braden Berry, he's got it at the 45-yard line, across the 50 to the opposing 40, the 30, the 20. Braden Berry's gonna go all the way in the third play of the game. An 80-yard touchdown. They got Braden Berry sneaking on the right-hand side. Central Rebels went for two, they got two, and they lead eight to nothing at that point. St. Francis Borgia got the ball back, and they marched down the field and scored an equalizing touchdown themselves. Zeltman going to go under center for the first time this ball game. He's got an eye formation behind him. They'll push him forward into the end zone for six. St. Francis Borgia gets on the board with 6-13 left to go in quarter number one. It's an 8-6 ball game. Now, St. Francis Borgia would go for the PAT. The kick was good, but keep that in mind. That's been a running trend throughout this ball game, and that's the difference in the ball game so far as well. The Central Rebels would strike back with another touchdown of their own. This time, it would be uh, Joe Bryant on the ground. Quick hit, far side to Cannon Harlow. Now it's a tunnel screen as he loops underneath some blockers to the near side, outside the numbers on the near side. Cannon Harlow's got the edge, he'll score. Oh, did he fumble at the one? He picks it up in the end zone. Now he scores. Correction on that, that was a Cannon Harlow 39-yard touchdown reception and... Good on him, uh, erasing his mistake, and you look at the score, that certainly could have been a detrimental one. Another good two-point conversion for the Rebels, 16-7. They're up by nine and two scores at that point. St. Francis Borgia would get the ball back, and they would score yet again. Nine-point lead for the Central Rebels is Borgia threatening once again. Left side, Zeltman Find the lane, he'll score! From five yards out, he squeezes between the Rebels defenders to take it in for the touchdown. PAT good, but the Central Rebels maintain the lead this time by two. 16-14. The Central Rebels would strike back once again. This time it would be the Joe Bryant 33 yard touchdown. They give it to Joe Bryant as he takes it to the left. Shakes a defender out of his shoes. Now he's got the edge. Bryant up the left sideline. One man to beat. He reaches for the pylon. Did he get there? They're checking. Yes, he did. Joe Bryant with the touchdown. Another two-point conversion converted for the central rebels and their lead 24 14 they're up by 10 but it didn't take long at all for st francis borgia to get a response in fact it came on the ensuing kickoff for st francis borgia now hers got a lane as he takes it up the left hash mark only the kicker to beat as he cuts it back to the right hand side the foot race joe bryant trying to track him down from behind he can't as he tries to punch the football out It's a kickoff return for a touchdown. Will Hur taking it 80 yards for the score. Another PAT good at 21 at 24. Your score, the defenses would settle in for the remainder of the first half, and that would be the score that we see right now at halftime. Borgia trails by three, but they're getting the ball to begin the second half. We'll take a break. Stats brought to you by Samson Ford Lincoln coming up next on KFMO.
2: Everybody's going home, pool, and
0: spa. Create a paradise in your own backyard with Home Pools and Spa in Lettington. At Home Pools and Spa, they are a family-owned and operated business that believes in quality products, great value, and excellent customer service. They specialize in above-ground pools, in-ground pools, and relaxing spas. From chemicals, pumps, and liners to toys and umbrellas, Home Pools and Spa is there to help keep your pool ready all season long. Home Pools and Spa,
8: because home is where the fun is. On the Outer Service Road in Lettington. When it comes to auto care, trust the experts at Powell Automotive in Park Hills. Powell Automotive is your go-to destination for everything from auto repairs to quick oil changes and more. The experienced team at Powell Automotive is dedicated to keeping your vehicle running smoothly. Give them a call at 573-315-5119 or stop by 402 5th Street in Park Hills to schedule your next service. Powell Automotive, where quality and convenience meet the road. Drive confidently with Powell.
5: It's everyday savings when you grocery shop at your locally owned Save-A-Lot food stores with locations in Farmington, Park Hills, Bonterre, Potosi, DeSoto, and Perryville. Stock up now for your Thanksgiving dinner. You'll find all the ingredients you need to make this year's Thanksgiving feast extra special. Everyone at your locally owned Save-A-Lot stores want to wish you a very happy Thanksgiving and remind you they will be closed on Thanksgiving Day.
13: R&R Mobile Home Parts and Service LLC is the place to go for anything needed to repair your mobile home. From doors, windows, and plumbing, to skirting, roof coating, and so much more, R&R Mobile Home Parts and Service LLC has what you need. Visit them today in Valley Mines at Highway 67 and Y, or call R&R Mobile Home Parts and Service LLC at 636-937-9898. That's 636-937-9898.
0: Back in the Midwest Sports Center halftime reports 24 21, the lead in favor of the Central Rebels, and we'll bring you stats. Brought to you by Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home of the Lifetime Warranty. Kason Murphy for the Rebels is 9 of 16 passing with two touchdowns and 192 yards through the air. Joe Bryant's thrown a couple of passes throughout this ballgame as well. He is 1 of 2 passing for 35 yards. Uh, on the ground, Bryant, the leading rusher for the Rebels, four carries for 47 yards and a touchdown. Kason Murphy, three carries and 11 yards. And Jackson Jones has one carry. He got six yards out of it. Meanwhile, receiving Braden Berry, two catches, 89 yards and a touchdown cannon harlow's got four catches for 80 and a score murphy has that catch for 35 yards from joe bryant and jackson jones a catch for 16 yards meanwhile for st francis borgia uh cohen zeltman their quarterback is six of nine passing for 70 yards and an interception heaton wolf's got 10 carries for 48 yards zeltman's got 10 carries for 39 yards and Tate Marquardt has a carry for six yards. Zeltman's got a pair of touchdowns on the ground in this ballgame as well. Meanwhile, receiving two catches, 38 yards for Marquart. Uh two catches for 18 yards for Kel. Uh, Tupker has a catch for seven, and Denbo also has a catch for seven yards. Team stats, the Central Rebels, 297 total yards in the ball game, 227 through the air, another 70 on the ground. Meanwhile, for uh, St. Francis Borgia, They've got 167 total in the ballgame, far more balanced in their totals, 70 through the air compared to 97 on the ground. Stats are brought to you by Sam Sism Ford Lincoln. They are the home of the lifetime warranty. Save big at Sam Sism Ford Lincoln. Shop there for your next car, truck, or SUV. Come online to SismFord.com or give them a call, 431-3177. Take a break here on the Midwest Sports Center Halftime Show. Come back one final time when we return after this. 24-21, your score, Central Leeds, St. Francis Borgia on KFMO.
2: Started back in 1982, Dalton Home Improvement has grown to be one of the most competitive siding companies in Missouri. Owned by Hank Kenzie, his crews are highly qualified installers, experienced in new construction and rehab, from new roofing, both metal or shingle, to any home improvement, inside or out. Dalton Home Improvement is licensed and bonded, and a member of the Better Business Bureau. Dalton Home Improvement, 431-2373. That's 431-2373. Estimates are always free.
4: In Washington, D.C., in Jefferson City, Missouri, and every other state capital across our nation, people are gathering to make great decisions, decisions that will impact the lives of countless millions. What is the greatest decision you'll make? What is your greatest choice? The decision that matters throughout eternity is not what happens regarding our health care or our life insurances or all of those things that we deem so important. The greatest decision is to follow Jesus Christ and make Him the Lord of your life. Hungry? The Riverside Grill
0: on East Main Street in Park Hills has homemade daily specials like ham and beans or chicken and dumplings, or choose from a menu of other delicious entrees such as their all you can eat catfish, country fried steak, hand cut ribeye steaks cooked just the way you like, or maybe you want a simple burger and fries. Or stop by for a hearty breakfast every day from 7:30 a.m. to 11 a.m. dine in, call ahead or hit the drive through. It's the Riverside Grill across from the Farmers Market in Park Hills.
5: Oh, what is that stench? <laughs> oh, Boogie, you smell terrible. Phew. Dogs can
3: stink up the whole house when not properly groomed and bathed. Take them to Pawfection Pet Grooming where your fur child looks and smells pawfect.
5: <laughs> Ew, Boogie, have you been eating the trash?
3: Make Pawfection Pet Grooming your first choice for all pet grooming needs. Give them a call today at 573-482-0163. Pawfection Pet Grooming in Park Hill. <laughs>
6: One
0: final time on the Midwest Sports Center halftime report. Your score in Park Hills, twenty-four twenty-one. Both teams out of the locker room, getting warmed up for second-half action that'll be getting underway momentarily. We'll take one final check on the out-of-town scoreboard, brought to you by Mineral Area Overhead Door. And we do have an update in Valley Catholic as time expires. Will Coon put three more up on the board with a twenty-eight-yard field goal? Valley Catholic leads. Lift for Life, forty to nothing at the break. Uh, meanwhile, the winner of that contest, we've got. Uh, the opposing teams that they'll be facing off against and updating that as well. Correct, yeah. At the end of the first quarter, the
1: Fairgrove Eagles lead the Father Tolton Catholic Trailblazers thirteen to six. So uh, another game to keep your eye on if you're a Valley Catholic fan. Once again, they did get it started an hour behind us. So uh, you'll probably have a chance to check the out of town scoreboard uh, on your way back home after after this game. So oh, c-
0: certainly, especially with Valley Catholic and how quickly that game is going to be moving along in the second half with a forty point lead. That game is uh, going to be over way before. Uh, that other contest is Midwest Sports Center halftime report. That'll wrap things up here. 24 21 is your score. The Central Rebels with the lead. St. Francis Borgia with the football, receiving the kick when we return after this. Second half coming up momentarily on KFMO. The Central R3 School Administration, Board of Education, faculty, staff, and student body congratulate the Central Rebels on an excellent football season. Making it to the state playoffs is a huge accomplishment. Thank you for such an exciting season from all of us at the Central R3 School District.
3: El Tapatio Mexican Restaurant in Farmington, Park Hills, and Deloge serves up the best Mexican cuisine in St. Francis County. El Tapatio Mexican Restaurant offers an authentic Mexican experience that is hard to beat. Tasty tacos, exquisite enchiladas, flavorable fajitas, and more. You'll leave full, but your mouth will be watering for more. Check out the delicious menu online at eltapatiomex.com or visit a location near you in Farmington, Park Hills, or Deloge.
8: Are you struggling with your car, but you don't have a reliable shop? Let's ask a friend. Who do you take your car to? Oh,
9: Wade's Automotive. I'd trust Wade's Automotive.
10: Wade's? Wade's Automotive in Farmington.
8: Well, it's unanimous. Take it to Wade's Auto Service in Farmington with a full-service shop specializing in brakes, rotors, A.C. repair, transmission, even battery problems. Plus, they have a two-year, 24,000-mile part and labor warranty. Trust Wade's Auto Service, 22080 Harrison Street, Farmington.
0: Unico Bank in Park Hills is one of 16 locations providing quality service to you. Offering internet and mobile banking, checking, debit cards, and so much more. Unico Bank is the choice for personal and commercial services. Visit Unico Bank in Park Hills today or online at unicobank.com. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you, Unico Bank in Park Hills, member FDIC.
10: Banking with people like
6: you, Unico Bank.
0: Getting ready for the second half between the Central Rebels and St. Francis-Borgia. Central holds the lead 24-21, but they'll tee it up and boot it away to St. Francis-Borgia, who's had a couple of good kickoff returns throughout this ballgame so far, including a touchdown from Will Hur. He's one of the upmen right now for St. Francis Borgia, and he's got it on the near side at the 20-yard line at the numbers, looking to reverse field all the way to the far side. Met by a central rebel at the 24, who hangs on to his undershirt and pulls him backwards. His help defense comes in too, and now Will Hur is down hurt. He's rolling around. He took quite a shot. He was kind of being held up by the player for the central rebels, nothing malicious, but you know, he kind of had the back of his undershirt that was getting stretched out, and. That left him a little exposed to take a shot from the second and third players for the Central Rebels who came in trying to pop the ball free, and now he's getting checked out as he's down and in pain. Yeah, and they're going to work, it looks like, on the The left leg, lower left leg. That's certainly not good. We'll step aside here. 11.50 left to go. Just 10 seconds into the second half. St. Francis Borgia, when we return, is going to have first and 10 on the 26 on KFMO. The employees and staff at your hometown Walmart Supercenter in Deloge are proud to support our local high school students and staff, proud to be a part of our area high school sports, and proud of our local athletes. Walmart Supercenter in Deloge congratulates the Central Rebels on their district football championship and wishes them the best of luck in the state playoffs. No matter what, you have the support of Walmart Supercenter in Deloge. Save
11: money, live better. That's the Walmart Supercenter in Deloge. Since 1968, Lead Belt Pump & Supply has been serving the community with authorized sales and service. They have over 30 years of experience to help you with a reputation for quality. If you need contract drilling, Lead Belt Pump & Supply is happy to serve you. You'll find Lead Belt Pump & Supply at 204 East Elbins in Park Hills or give them a call at 573-431-2476. That's 573-431-2476. Leadbelt Pump & Supply. Well, good news for St. Francis Borgia. Will Hur walks off the field under his own
0: power. He's not in the starting offense for St. Francis Borgia, so we'll see when they come out on defense for the first time in the second half if he's able to return. Right now, they set up the quarterback Zeltman in a pistol, and they'll run an option to the left-hand side. He pitches to Hayden Wolf, and Wolf with some room up the far sideline finally tripped up out of bounds. After he picks up the first down, he stepped on the far sideline on the 38-yard line and picked up the first, 37, excuse me.
1: Yeah, not a lot of room to work with there, but been really impressed with Wolf. He's, he's He looks like a running back, just the way he handles himself out on the field, making cuts and reads. He, he does a really good job, in that time he had to tightrope that sideline. He was all the way out there uh, right quick and was able to get the first down basically all on his own right along the far hash marks.
0: He's been tackled at or behind the line of scrimmage three times throughout this game. If you eliminate those plays, it's eight carries for 64 yards. So he's looked good throughout this ball game thus far as he takes it to the near side, finding another lane, dives forward for the first down as he picks up 13, taking it to the 50. But now he's slow to get up.
1: Yeah, and he landed. He's on his
0: back in a lot of pain right now.
1: Yeah, and he landed on the ball whenever he got tackled. He dove forward, and he may have just got the wind knocked out of him. But he's definitely in, in some discomfort down there.
0: Yeah, he's hurting at the moment as they'll come and check him out. We'll keep it here momentarily and. Thank you. A couple of our sponsors for joining us on the broadcast today as the Central Rebels face off against St. Francis Borgia in a state playoff game. And we'd like to thank our sponsors, including American Family Bill Bess in Park Hills, Mineral Area College, The Giving Tree in Deloge, Save-A-Lot Food Stores, Walmart in Deloge, along with Leadbelt Pump and Supply in Park Hills, Community Manor in Farmington, Powell Automotive in Park Hills, and R&R Mobile Home Parts and Service in Valley Mines. And Wolf will walk off under his own power to the far side. Yeah, Seems to be doing okay as he picks up his pace and turns it into a jog. He's going to have to be out at least one play, so we won't see him here on first and 10 from the 50. And we'll see how St. Francis Borgia lines up. I don't think Wolf, when the offense has been out there, has been off the field all game.
1: No, he, he's probably one of their bell cow backs i mean they they run the they run the spread but they've been showing that they are not afraid to to run the ball as it looks like they'll put kell in the backfield
0: yeah kell is in the backfield lined up to the right offset of zeltman the quarterback they're gonna give it to him after the read option and kell with a nice run up the middle picking up four yards on the play
1: and of course, he's going to be one of their main weapons on the outside at the receiver position. And not, not a bad run there as you get some moderate yardage here. Make it second and definitely manageable. That's one of the th- trademarks we've seen from this Borgia offense. They are willing to just grind, grind plays. A lot of times with these spread looks, you, you really try to attack downfield. They have been very patient today.
0: Two receivers on either side for Borgia. The quarterback and a pistol, Zeltman, with a running back behind him. It's still Kell who's out there, and he'll get another carry, and he fights forward, picking up six in the first down.
1: And Borgia, the big lineman, they got a chance to breathe at halftime, and they've been creating some really nice holes for the running backs so far as they have not looked to throw yet, as they've been able to gash Central up the middle for the most part and picking up pretty solid yardage as they're looking at another first down, the third of this drive.
0: Kell still out there as the tailback. As Borgia will spread things out. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Zeltman taking his time as he's got the snap out of the shotgun set. We'll keep it. Break a tackle in the backfield to avoid a tackle for loss. Take it up the near sideline as he weaves underneath a block and run out of bounds. Just shy of the 30-yard line at the 32
1: Yeah, got some central players smacking the hands on helmets. Like, how did he get away from us? And we've seen Zeltman. He's been able to run the ball pretty effectively from that quarterback spot. You know, we've asked, you know, should you give it away? Should you keep it? He's done a pretty good job at doing both, and he's been able to make plays with his feet as well as his arm. So definitely a a more ground-based spread attack that we've seen so far here in the second half and throughout most of this game.
0: Makes it a second down and a long two for the first. Another pistol set as Wolf remains out of the ball game. Wing back, two receivers left, one receiver to the right. Zeltman to pass, a little swing pass left side. It's over the head of his intended target, and it falls innocently incomplete, they say. It's not a lateral, not a live ball.
1: No, and that throw went about a yard forward as he was trying to get get the guy back out in the flat from that wing back position, and just just throwing it a little bit overhead. So maybe, maybe try to get a... Either another run play here as they've gotten pretty good yardage so far, or you might try to go for a short pass, try to get that confidence back up for your quarterback.
0: This makes it a third down and three for the first.
1: Wolf in the backfield, so he's back in the game here on third down.
0: He's lined up to the right of the quarterback, Zeltman, as Central shows blitz. Here they come. Zeltman following Wolf to the right-hand side. He's run out of bounds, close to the spot for the first the sticks are officially on the far side of the field we'll see where they place the football and they're already resetting the sticks at the first down gain of three on the play for zeltman
1: and that time it was a it was a straight run to the outside of the field so trying to attack the perimeter as central was looking to beef up the middle on a on a linebacker blitz and was able to dance around the outside of that and pick up a first down once again
0: rebels with Their backs against the wall as St. Francis Borgia knocking on the red zone once again. They're not quite there yet. They've got first and ten on the 29-yard line. Option right side. Zeltman evades a tackler just staying away from his fingertips as he cuts it back inside and taken down after a gain of four on the play. Just a little bit here, a little bit there. Chunk by chunk again. St. Francis Borgia marching the ball down the field as they seek their first lead of the ballgame. They're on the wrong end of a 24-21 lead.
1: Looks like Logan Murray going to come over to the Central sideline. He is the center for the offense, so important not to lose him on playing defense. And Raznick will take his place in the middle.
0: Central tends to rotate defensive linemen out, so it could just be a breather here as Zeltman with Wolf in the backfield, sees three receivers to his left, one to the right. Changes the play at the line of scrimmage as he signals out to the rest of the offense and hands it off to Wolf up the middle as he fights forward after a gain of two on the play.
1: And... That time they were able to get a stop. They still gave them a couple of yards, so bringing up third and fourth. So, once again, third and manageable here. You're definitely, if you're Borgia, you're within going for, you're going to take two plays to get this first down no matter what.
0: Maybe. I mean, they might be in range of a game-tying field goal here, keep in mind as well. So that's certainly a factor. You know, that kicking can be such an X factor when you get this deep in the playoffs because it allows you to do exactly this. Central on the other end didn't have the option to kick the field goal and extend it to a six-point game. St. Francis Borgia might have the chance to tie us up at 24-all if they don't convert. They've done a good job converting throughout this ball game, though. Third down, pass caught, broken tackle, falling forward for the first down is the receiver Marquart.
1: And he just he found the he found the first down marker and he stopped. Mm-hmm. That that's if you're if you're a wide receiver, take note. Find the find the spot to gain and then just plant yourself there. As Central had probably a three-yard cushion uh, off of him, so he was able to make the catch and dive forward. Make sure you got the extra yardage for the first down, and it extends this drive that's now approaching four minutes.
0: First and 10 in the red zone, ball on the 18 yard line. As we've got a wing back to the left, a wide receiver tight to the formation on that side. In fact, they've got that on both sides of the offensive line. Now they're going to run option on the near side. Quick pitch to Wolf, open field, tackle made. Absolutely phenomenal tackle on the near side made by Braden Berry. It was him and Wolf one on one in space. And Wolf just could not make Braden Barry miss. Loss of one on the play.
1: And that time they, they had the run they were had the run scouted either way. The quarterback got blown up right as he let the ball go. And then Barry was able to make a nice tackle out in the open field. If Wolf breaks that tackle, there's a couple of yards there to gain, but put him behind the sticks for the first time on this drive, make it second and eleven.
0: They set up shop with a running back Wolf directly to the right of the quarterback Zeltman. Give to him as he'll run left. Breaking a tackle in the open field this time as Wolf as he comes underneath some blockers to the pylon on the far side. He's out at the one.
1: And that's what we were talking about with Wolf. He was able to make cuts. He was able able to look and see where everything's going, able to break tackles. He is the definition of what a running back should be, and he's put his team in a great position here, coming back on the field after maybe possibly getting the wind knocked out of him. And, I mean, he's the one helping lead the charge.
0: Yeah, especially on the back end of this drive. He's got his team all the way down to the one-yard line. First and goal from the one. A touchdown gives St. Francis Borgia their first lead of the game. They will set up with the quarterback, Zeltman, with a running back directly behind him. They give it to him. It's Wolf, right side. Is he stuffed? No, he's in for the score, the officials say. Touchdown, St. Francis-Borgia, and they've got their first lead of the ballgame, 27-24, with 7:01 left to go in the third quarter. We talked about it. Just just give him the ball.
1: He, he's the one that's been helping lead the drive. Zeltman was able to, to use his legs. I mean, they threw one pass. It was incomplete. The others were all run plays, and Central had almost no answers. We'll see if they'll be able to answer back on offense, but maybe, maybe the uh, scoring will return because we talked about it off air that the defenses have really stepped their game up, and maybe that will change now.
0: Snap down, kick is up, and it's good. 28-24, your score. The lead is four for St. Francis Borgia. Rebels getting the ball for the first time this second half when we return after this on KFMO.
10: Mineral Area College congratulates all the coaches and players of the Central Rebel football team on an amazing season, a district championship, and making it to the state playoffs. Your dedication, perseverance, and teamwork have brought you this far. And everyone believes in you as you head into the state playoffs to compete against the best of the best. Go give it your all. We'll be cheering you on every step of the way. Good luck, Rebels. From everyone at Mineral Area College.
0: St. Francis-Borgia to boot it away to the Central Rebels. We'll see if Joe Bryant is able to get a return out of this. And it's in his way, and he'll just watch it bounce out of the back of the end zone for another touchback for St. Francis-Borgia. 28-24, first lead of the ball game for the Knights. Comes with 7 one left to go in the third quarter. We'll see what kind of response the Rebels have as they play from behind for the first time this afternoon. Winner moves on to the state semifinals in Class 3. One trip or one game away from a trip to Mizzou for the state championship. The Rebels come out with two receivers to the left and two to the right. Shotgun formation for Kason Murphy with a running back to his right in Barrett Henson. Murphy's gonna keep it on a design QB run on the right hand side, but he's met at the line of scrimmage and gets just one yard out of it.
1: And they they just haven't been able to run up the middle on this Borgia team. A lot of times we see a lot of cut and cut and moves, and just they've been trying to run straight up the middle, and it just hasn't been there so far. Definitely a good pickup there still. So it was a three-yard pickup. And they gave him three Ooh, yards. So that's it, a
0: more generous spot than I thought it was going to be. So make it second and seven. Murphy's got it. Another design QB run on the right side. He's got the lane this time. Hurdles a defender at the 34-yard line across the 35 and taken down to the 38. Now Central must have seen something, because as soon as that play didn't work, They went right back to it. It's one of those, No, no, hang on, let's try this again. We missed a a block the first time, but if we get that block, we've got a big lane, and they got it there on a huge run, taking it to the 39-yard line, pickup of 16.
1: And if you're a Rebel fan, you're like, they just ran the ball up and down on us that last drive. Maybe we need to return the favor a little bit, and they've done that so far through two plays. And they're going forward once again.
0: Casey Murphy cuts it back underneath the blockers on the right-hand side, and he picks up four yards. Central has seen something they like. I don't know if it's something they're trying to set up or some sort of alignment from St. Francis-Borgia that they think they can take advantage of, but they are just mashing that play over and over again on the opening drive for the Rebels in the second half. 5.40 left to go in quarter number three. They trail by four, 28-24. They'll set up with two receivers on either side, and again, Barrett Henson... In the backfield next to Cason Murphy. We'll see if it's that same play. Now they're going to send Cannon Harlow in motion. Play fake to him on that power run. Taking a shot down the field. Jump ball, Caden. Casey pulls it in over two defenders for St. Francis Borgia. Basketball season came early for Caden Casey as he skies for that rebound and pulls it down amongst traffic. It was maybe
1: just a tiny bit underthrown and Casey was able to figure that out. Hey, I got to park it. The Borgia defenders were like, why is he stopped? And then he goes up and high points the ball. He juggled it just a little bit on the while he was coming down, but he was able to hang on to it, and that's a big play. We've talked about it. Central, they're going for the chunk plays. They're going for big gainers. Borgia, they've been going for the consistent plays. Harlow's running up the middle. Gain of 36 on that pitch and catch to
0: Caden Casey uh, is picking up four. It's Cannon Harlow. And they've been running basically
1: the same looks every play. Oh. They have not changed formation yet.
0: Call it a gain of five, in fact. That's a pretty generous spot for the Rebels once again. Second down and five yards to go for the first. And again, they send Harlow in motion. Play fake to him. A little swing pass to Joe Bryant who cuts it back inside underneath the defender to evade him. Stiff arms, a couple defenders to the turf and tripped up out of bounds. Inside the five-yard line, Joe Bryant Using that long arm of his to just keep defenders at bay. He's not the tallest player. He's listed at six foot even. I personally think that might be a bit of a generous six even, but you know he's got the frame to stiff arm a defender and keep them away, and he utilizes it there. And that is the first time
1: we've really seen that just blatant throw to the outside and let Job do his thing, and that's the first time it's worked today. He, we, they've kept him in check so far. Run,
0: right-hand side, tackled at the one is Bryant.
1: And they're going to, so they're going to mark him short, and they got the power formation in there.
0: Yeah, the Central Rebels uh, credit to St. Francis Borgia's. Even though Central's offense has been great throughout this game, Borgia has rarely missed tackles. They did on that previous play that brought him down to the goal line. Snap, give, Bryant, right-hand side, fighting his way forward for the score. The Rebels back out in front. 30-28 with yet another two-point conversion coming our way. I think the offenses
1: are done hi- hibernating. Yeah. <laughs> they, we, we were like, this they, is going to be high scoring. It's
0: like, they no, fell they, asleep late in the first half, but both of them come out of the locker room with adjustments made and have come alive. Four oh four 4 left to go in the third quarter, and the Rebels lined up to go for two. Bryant in a tight slot left. And they're going to send him in motion to the right hand side. Play fake to him. They're going to give it instead to Jackson Jones, who's tripped up and tackled shy of the goal line. So he's not going to get, excuse me, it was Cannon Harlow tripped up out of the backfield. So the two point conversion is for not. But the Rebels maintain the lead. 30 28, 404 left to go. Quarter number three on KFMO.
8: When it comes to auto care, trust the experts at Powell Automotive in Park Hills. Powell Automotive is your go-to destination for everything from auto repairs to quick oil changes and more. The experienced team at Powell Automotive is dedicated to keeping your vehicle running smoothly. Give them a call at 573 315 5119 or stop by 402 5th Street in Park Hills to schedule your next service. Powell Automotive, where quality and convenience meet the road. Drive confidently with Powell
9: wake up and smell the excitement at number nine coffee company thrilled to announce that they are now open on sundays too sip your favorite blends indulge in their delectable treats all while soaking in the cozy atmosphere you love whether it's a solo moment of tranquility or a laid-back hangout with pals sundays are now for sipping at number nine make your sundays brutiful at number nine coffee company where every cup tells a story 30 woodlawn drive in lettington
0: St. Francis Borgia set to return the kickoff from the Central Rebels. Now trailing yet again, 30-28, and it's received on the near side by Kell. Probably could have let that go out of bounds, but turned into a good return as he toes the near sideline, keeping his feet in bounds, walking the tightrope all the way to about the 45-yard line.
1: And that's the risk you take with the really short pooch kicks that we've seen become commonplace now in high school. A lot of guys not able to kick it back to the edge of the end zone. Borgia doesn't have that problem there. Their, their, Their kicker's been really good today. But that's the risk you take is you give up a really good field position as the Borgias at at their own 43 to start this drive. So you're giving them half a field already.
0: Trips left, receiver right, a pistol formation with Zeltman at quarterback and Wolf behind him at running back. The read option. No, it's an RPO run pass option and a pass over the middle. Using his left hand to keep his feet going is the receiver, Mark Quartz. And he almost stumbled down at about the 50, kept his – using his – left arm as kind of a third leg if you will to keep himself going and galloping forward for a first down but we got another ineligible receiver downfield gonna back things up for St. Francis Borgia man these officials have been calling that really tight throughout this game usually there's a one yard buffer area you're allowed to go a yard down the field before it gets called but they've been calling it really close throughout this game and that's gonna back up Borgia instead yeah, and
1: this is one thing that Borgia cannot afford is to get behind the behind the sticks. They really haven't had that issue today. Every play they've had has either been no yards or positive yards, unless you discount the bad snap. Uh, but other than that, Borgia's been able to move the ball forward. You obviously want to make that distance shorter rather than longer.
0: <laughs> Trips left, receiver right. First and 15 now with the ball in the 38. Read option, the give to the running back, Wolf, up the near side. He spun to the turf. Goes out of bounds, picking up close to that penalty yardage that was lost. I don't know if he got all five back. Depends on the spot from the official on the near side, but he's at least close enough where I'll call it a gain of five on the play.
1: Yeah, wondering... I I thought he was going to be able to to, to cut and go and turn up field, and he kind of ran right into Jackson Jones, who was able to make the stop there as he had a little bit of a crease there, but it was closing really quickly on him. But he's able to get that penalty yardage back, like you said, so bring up second and 10. So this is probably where you want to be if you're Borgia rather than behind the sticks.
0: Trips left, lone receiver to the right. The pistol for Zeltman as he drops back to pass. Under pressure, steps up in the pocket. Sammy Callaway's got him wrapped up and takes him down oh it was logan murray excuse me on the sack
1: and he's been causing havoc all all day and and he's just been frustrated it's like man i'm getting to him but i'm not able to complete it and that time he was able to as zeltman was trying to trying to get away he just wasn't able to uh, uh, escape the the tackle finally as it's third and long now for borgia as central fans making some noise
0: yeah it's the loudest the stadium has come alive this ball game Three minutes to play in the third quarter as the clock ticks down. They lead by two. Borgia trailing with third down and ten on their own 43-yard, uh, excuse me, f- yeah, 43-yard line. Zeltman back to pass under pressure, spilled out to his right, keeping his eyes downfield, and he'll just throw it at the feet of his receiver. And Borgia will bring on the punting unit as the Rebels' defense stands tall. They're going to get the ball back with a little under three and a half left to go in the third, leading by two.
1: And how much did that ineligible man downfield really change the momentum of that drive? It went from first down to, with a big play where he should have been tackled and he wasn't. And now you're punting the ball away after only picking up five yards after the, after the penalty. So we'll, see, we'll see what they
0: do. I mean, we're talking about it's first and ten in enemy territory at about the forty. And instead, like you said, it backs them up behind the sticks. They didn't have the big explosive play to get them close to a first down. They only got five out of it the rest of the way following that penalty. Punt is away, and it's a good one. Joe Bryant sees it take a friendly friendly Central Rebel bounce in terms of yardage. Probably, though, a friendly St. Francis Borgia bounce that it didn't skip right into the midst of Joe Bryant. I think they'll trade those three, four yards to keeping it out of his hands
1: absolutely and it was Brady Denbo rushing to go grab the ball do not don't yeah. let him don't give him a chance to think about it just nope. go grab it go grab it while you can so and, and once again special teams for St. Francis Borgia have been on point today they have yeah. not given them they have not given Central anything to work with uh, on the special team side in the return game and they've made them pay with the kickoff returns
0: it's not the uh, punt inside the 20 you know that fun stat everyone likes to point out as to whether or not someone's a good punter you pin him deep but hey ball to 23 yard line keep it away from joe bryant job done speaking of joe bryant he'll get it on that power run that they love running with ken and harlow and how about that block down the field from Caden and casey as bryant stiff arms the defender at midfield and run out of bounds in enemy territory and Caden and casey Kind of turned his body a little bit so he could block one player for St. Francis Borgia and force the other one to have to loop around both of them to try to make the play, effectively eliminating both of them and opening up that big run for Joe Bryant.
1: And as a receiver, you're in charge of more than just catching the ball. You're in charge of blocking for your guys downfield, and they did a great job with that that time. As Caden Casey, we called his name a lot on defense today, not a lot on offense, but he a big-time playmaker still on this outside.
0: Gain of 31 for Joe Bryant, assist to Caden Casey. We've seen a lot of that throughout their basketball careers together. Now Cannon Harlow on the run up the near side. He stiff arms a defender at the 39 and run out of bounds at about the 35-yard line. Big run for Cannon Harlow. The Rebels have found something in their rushing attack as that's 10 yards and a first down.
1: And they were looking for Zeitzman, one of the linebackers. He was dragging Harlow out of bounds, and Central was looking for another flag, not going to get it. But they've, but they've been able to, like we said, they've been chunk playing Borgia. It's a completely different style than what we've seen Borgia run. Borgia, they've been consistently gaining yards. Central, it's been a little bit more hit or miss, but whenever they hit, it's been big-time plays. Yeah,
0: they've got a lot of huge plays, especially throughout the second half. And now two drives as Murphy's got it, and he'll cut back to the left-hand side at the numbers. Lowers his shoulder, bounces off one would-be tackler, takes it inside the 25 and out at the 24.
1: We were, we were praising Borgia in their run game on that first drive. Central, they have really come alive with their run game so far on this drive, and they've they, this is what we've come, come to see from Central a lot this year, being able to make plays and maybe break the – it may not be the exact play that they drew up, but it's still big yards because they got such athleticism on the outside.
0: Tunnel screen to Joe Bryant on the right-hand side, weaving his way in and out of Borgia Knights, and inside the 20 to about the 19. That's where he's finally stopped. Picks up four yards on that reception.
1: So Central in the red zone once again, as they've been able to move the ball pretty well.
0: And Jackson Jones back into the game. We'll see if they call his number a bit. He hasn't been out there offensively much in the second half. Saving him for these power situations, like at the goal line when the Rebels got their previous touchdown. It was a two-yard run to Joe Bryant. Two receivers way out wide to the right hand side, and here goes Jackson Jones up the middle. He has his legs taken out from under him as he picks up the first down, a gain of eight.
1: And there you go, the power run back in once again. You got your you got your shifty guys. You got the full they're just the fullback type mentality of go through everybody and come out on the other side. I mean, they they've just got a, a wide array of ways they can attack you, and we're seeing that right now. As it took a little bit. There was a little bit of a lull in there, but now it's come back alive once again.
0: Henson is back in for Jones. He motions left to right. Fake handoff to him on the jet sweep. Cason Murphy keeps it right up Broadway and takes it to the 10-yard line.
1: And we've been uh, crediting Cason Murphy Using his legs uh, after the season that he's had, he's, he's put it all on the line. I mean, you could tell this guy's a gamer. He's willing to do whatever it takes. I mean, you
0: talk about putting it on the line. Midway through the season, this guy dislocated his elbow. And granted, it's not his throwing elbow, but he's got a Division One scholarship on the line to Arkansas State to play baseball. And yes, he's lefty, but still, he's putting literally putting a lot on the line for the Central Rebels two receivers on either side for murphy as he claps pulls in the high snap with that right hand of his and now he's drifting to his right no pressure is there back in the end zone almost pulled in with one hand by joe Bryant. it was too high and incomplete we've seen joe Bryant with those receptions before that odell beckham style reception and he almost had another one if he could have pulled it in with the right hand instead it falls incomplete and brings up a third and seven
1: Murphy had all day, but the the defenders were closing in on him, so he had to really get it up and over the defenders right in front of his face, and that time, that's why Bryant, he had to lead him, and he had it a little bit just too high to bring it down, so it's third and, we'll call it third and seven here.
0: They can still pick up the first down, got to get inside the five, past the four for a fresh set of downs. In to motion, Braden Berry inside from the outside receiver spot, and he'll reset there. Now it's Joe Bryant going in motion. Fake handoff to him. Murphy with time. Throws to the corner of the end zone looking for Jackson Jones. Dragging across the back of the goal line, and he can't get it as it's out of his reach. And it brings up a big fourth and seven, so all the momentum going the way of the Central Rebels. They've got the lead of two. Fifteen seconds left to go in the third quarter, but Borgia's one play away from keeping it a two-point game despite how this drive has gone
1: and this is what we saw, you know, bend but don't break, is what the defensive mentality was, is Central's definitely going to go for it.
0: Look at this formation. They've got alignment split out wide. It's the left tackle, Cole Presswood, all the way out on the far side, and there's only two players out there for St. Francis Borgia. We'll see if Central looks to go that way. Now we got a whistle and a timeout taken by who, though? I would imagine, Borgia, no, it's the Rebels. They had the mismatch on the far side of the field. You had Braden Berry and your left tackle, Presswood, out there, matched up against two defenders with another wide receiver in Cannon Harlow who could have easily caught the ball and potentially scored. Instead, it's a timeout. 30-28 your score, fourth and seven on the opposing ten. The Rebels going for it when we return after this on KFMO. Everybody's going home, pool, and spa. Create a paradise in your own backyard with Home Pools and Spa in Leadington. At Home Pools and Spa, they are a family-owned and operated business that believes in quality products, great value, and excellent customer service. They specialize in above-ground pools, in-ground pools, and relaxing spas. From chemicals, pumps, and liners to toys and umbrellas, Home Pools and Spa is there to help keep your pool ready all season long. Home Pools and Spa, because home is where the fun is, on the Outer Service Road in Leadington. 13.3 13.3 seconds left to go in the third quarter, and what could be the biggest play of the second half, potentially the biggest play of the ball game, depending on how this game comes down to the wire, could be happening right here. The Rebels have the ball, fourth down and seven on the opposing 10 yard line, and they're going for it. Three receivers to the right. One receiver to the left, a tight end, and Jackson Jones on the left-hand side as well. Keep an eye on Joe Bryant. He's the middle receiver on the three on that right-hand side for the quarterback, Casey Murphy, who's all alone in the backfield. He's back to pass. Borgia only sending two. Now one of them gets free as Murphy will roll to his right. He's going to pump fake a couple times. He's going to take off, trying to get the first down. He's tackled right about the spot. It's going to be close. Let's see where the officials spot the football It is going to be within inches of a first down for either the Rebels or for St. Francis Borgia. No one's reacting on either side yet as they're still trying to figure out whose football it is. And the head official signaling Borgia ball
1: as he is short of the first down to gain marker.
0: Short by inches, and you can see the ball resting just past the five, but he needed about maybe another foot, and there appears to be a player down on the far side as well for Borgia. We'll step aside. Huge turnover on downs forced by the Knights to keep it at a two-point game. 30-28 Central Leeds. St. Francis Borgia with the ball on KFMO.
5: It's everyday savings when you grocery shop at your locally owned Save-A-Lot food stores with locations in Farmington, Park Hills, Bonterre, Potosi, DeSoto, and Perryville. Stock up now for your Thanksgiving dinner. You'll find all the ingredients you need to make this year's Thanksgiving feast extra special. Everyone at your locally owned Save-A-Lot stores want to wish you a very happy Thanksgiving and remind you they will be closed on Thanksgiving Day.
0: So St. Francis Borgia. Their defense bends but does not break as they stand tall on their own four-yard line. That's where their drive will begin. 96 yards from a potential go-ahead touchdown or field goal. It's only a two-point ball game. That missed two-point conversion from the Rebels on the last touchdown that they scored. That's playing a big factor in this contest as well. Out of their own end zone, taking a shot down the field. Almost intercepted by Braden Berry. He undercut the intended receiver, Tepker, and almost came up with it.
1: And it looked like Tepker was going to be long gone. I mean, it was led perfectly. Barry was able to recover and get back to the ball.
0: Exactly. Great recovery speed from Barry. But, man, that's a bold play, trying to pass it out of your own end zone. Zeltman, it falls incomplete, though, and that brings us to the end of the third quarter. 30-28 your score. The Central Rebels looking to lead for one more quarter and punch their ticket to the Class Three state semifinals. St. Francis Borgia looking to come back and claim victory from the Rebels after this on KFMO.
13: R&R Mobile Home Parts and Service LLC is the place to go for anything needed to repair your mobile home. From doors, windows, and plumbing, to skirting, roof coating, and so much more, R&R Mobile Home Parts and Service LLC has what you need. Visit them today in Valley Mines at Highway 67 and Y, or call R&R Mobile Home Parts and Service LLC at 636-937-9898. That's 636-937-9898.
14: Shop with a purpose this holiday season at the Giving Tree Boutique in Deloge. At the Giving Tree, we have a store full of great gift ideas that are perfect for the modern day woman. From children's clothing to teens and adults, give a gift that gives back this year. When you purchase items from our charity lines, a percentage of that will go to support a variety of charities across the globe. So this holiday, shop with a purpose at the Giving Tree Boutique on Deloge Drive in Deloge. The Giving Tree, where giving is always in style.
0: Handoff up the middle to Nathan Kell. It was Wolf, the player that got hurt on that fourth down and seven stop by Saint Francis Borgia. We have not seen him return to the ball game since that most recent injury, but Kell's run up the middle, gives Saint Francis Borgia a ton of breathing room, and one yard shy of giving them a first down as well. He picks up nine.
1: Yeah, what a what a gutsy play call there with the with the backup running back and able to get quite a bit of breathing room here as they're looking to get a new set of downs and try to get the fourth quarter started off right here as they're out of their own end zone now
0: Third down and one he's in the backfield next to his quarterback zeltman zeltman's going to just toss it to him the rebels defense contains him though forces him to cut back inside right into the linebackers and i think they took him down for a loss of one
1: yeah they're going to move the move it back about a half a yard and so that's one of the, that's a big stop as as Borgia had been really trying to pick on that outside run, and they'd been having success with that, not able to that time, and so they're bringing the punt team out. you got to be careful, though. you gotta, you got to make sure that they're actually going to snap the ball on time, make mm-hmm. sure there's no fancy snap counts on this.
0: If they weren't so close, if they were maybe closer to midfield, even on their own side, I'd be weary of a, a fake here. You know, something to the fullback and see if he can take it for the score. The snap and the kick is away. And it's another good one that Joe Bryant is going to watch hop laterally away from him and the gunner who is right there for St. Francis Borgia who just touches it up and will give the Rebels the ball deep in, or excuse me, in enemy territory. Not quite deep in enemy territory as there's a player down and in pain for St. Francis Borgia now kind of fell to the ground late i didn't see what happened if there were any extracurricular activities but he's getting stretched out now so maybe it was just a cramp that's going on that's
1: what it looks like as central's going to have really good field position they tacked on an extra yard from where that ball was spotted they're going to give it to him at the borgia 42 yard line so a really short field for the central bunch
0: we'll see if they can take advantage of it i kind of felt like on that last drive that Central, the running attack was working so well for them, and then they got in the red zone and kind of abandoned it a little bit.
1: And they had plenty of time to make plays. They just couldn't quite connect on them. And a lot of times we'll see that with with a lot of the local teams that Central will play. I mean, they'll have all day, and they'll eventually get it that time they just weren't able to to connect on anything they had looks
0: and i think the difference is how borgia is doing it and why central is getting that time a lot of those passing plays in the red zone borgia was rushing three they even rushed two at one point when central has time against a lot of the mafc teams that they've played this season it's still the traditional they're rushing four or rushing five The central linemen are just winning their one-on-ones across from them. This is Borgia saying, all right, we're going to drop eight back. We're going to drop nine back. If you are going to find an open receiver, it's going to have to be because of some backyard football running around all over the place, just trying to find a hole in the zone. And good luck when you've got, like I said, eight, maybe nine guys back
1: and they've been really putting an immense amount of pressure on Murphy with a spy, so he's not really able to run forward, as we saw at the very end of that last drive. He had yardage, but he just couldn't quite get there.
0: And that's it with the zone defense. Even beyond a spy, all 11 players on the field have eyes on you. No man coverage. As it's a run up the middle. Murphy spins off the back of his own lineman in front of him and finally take it down as he brings it to the 40-yard line. Gains seven on that run. And those are the plays that I'm surprised Central got away from, relying on the legs of Casey Murphy. Because that seemed to be working from them up until that point. Henson is in the ballgame. He's the inside receiver on the right hand side. Cannon Harlow slot on the left. Amongst the three receivers to the right, it's Joe Bryant in the middle. He's out there with Braden Berry. And Caden Casey, outside receiver on the left side. Empty set that means for the quarterback, Cason Murphy. Under 10 minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. Central with a two-point lead. Looking to try to make this a two-score game as Murphy. Back to pass. Design QB draw. He fights forward. Rolls off the back of a St. Francis Borgia Knight. And that turned into a nice gain because of that. If he was stopped right where he was hit, it's maybe no gain on the play. If not, maybe even a loss of one. But with him rolling over the back of the defense, it does turn into a gain of a yard. And will set up a third and two.
1: Murphy. He took a shot whenever he was trying to blitz up through the middle there. He took a shot, and he's, he's one tough guy. Is he? I mean, we've seen that this year with all the stuff that he's overcome. I mean, he's not afraid to put it, to risk it like we've been talking about, but third and th- two coming up here.
0: Jackson Jones in the ball game on the right-hand side. He will lead block for Cannon Harlow on that power motion run they love to give it to him on, and he's got the first down, picking up five.
1: And now you're, you're just talking about how much time can you bleed off? Can can you keep? I mean, you're up. You don't have to score, as we just saw. I mean, you walked down the field and then didn't score, and then you got to stop. So you're looking to bleed a little bit of time here. You're up by two, so you're in no hurry, but you definitely want to make sure that you can get something out of this drive.
0: You're up by two, but if you can go up by two possessions, that's when the clock will start to become a factor, because Borja hasn't had the huge play other than the kickoff return. Taking a shot for the end zone, Cason Murphy, and he overshoots. Caden Casey just missed them by two or three yards. Not a lot of win. Just a little bit blowing at the backs of the Rebels here in the fourth quarter, but not enough to really have a huge impact. Now with 8.27 left to go in the fourth quarter, it's a second down and 10 coming up for Central. And that's where, like I said, if they can get the touchdown and the two-point conversion, it's a 10-point game. It's going to be a 38-28 game. Even let's say you know for argument's sake, if they get that on the very next play, it's like 8:15 left to go for Borgia. That's 8:15 to march down the length of the field, score, maybe get the onside kick and score again. Murphy on an outward breaking route to Joe Bryant. He skies for it, but it's off his fingertips, incomplete. Third and ten, and a big one once again as the Rebels will look to try to convert. With 8:21 to go in the fourth quarter, now they're up by two.
1: Murphy showcasing that D1 arm. But maybe just doing it a little bit too much we see him do we we see him have tremendous touch passes i mean he he puts it to where his receivers can get it and that, the last two plays he's bulleted it maybe just a little bit too much and we'll see what they can come up with here as it's 3rd and 10. You're probably going to go for it from this distance.
0: They're going to send Joe Bryant in motion. He was one of two wingbacks on the right-hand side. Now he's the lone one on the left-hand side. He's going to set up a screen on that side. They've got another one on the near side. Cannon Harlow cuts underneath the blocker. Fighting forward at the thirty. Or excuse me, the 25 and taken down there short of the spot for the first. But it makes it 4th and far more manageable. 4th and six as opposed to 4th and ten.
1: And we, we always talk about, you're running a long way to get just minimal returns. That's the definition of that play. As they set up the screen, it looked like going to the opposite side of the field, and it just wasn't there. And luckily, Harlow was still over here on this side and be able to – we talked about this pregame. you got to shut off the safety valves, and that time they didn't. It didn't cost them all that much, but it's a big fourth down here.
0: Fourth down and six yards to go for the first. Got to get to the 19-yard line. The keeper, Cason Murphy, trying to get the edges. He's picking up blockers on that side, fighting for the first, and he's got it with the extra effort. Kason Murphy was stopped at about the 20, but did not give up, kept turning his legs, and got an extra four out of it. Easy conversion.
1: And we talked about this earlier with Joe Bryant. He went for the ball. He did not go for the tackle. If he went for the tackle and wrapped up, it's that's that play's dead. The sideline was right there. You can just drive him out of bounds. Yeah, and he went for the ball and kept allowing Murphy to turn himself back in bounds and was then was able to lunge forward and get the extra yards that he needed.
0: First down and 10 for the Rebels, and that's going to chew a lot of clock up here as they are taking their time in the huddle, finally breaking huddle with 12 on the play clock. Seven minutes exactly remain in the fourth quarter. Central's up by two, and they've got their power-eye offense out there with Sammy Callaway as one of the running backs. He's going to lead block for Joe Bryant with Jackson Jones on the right-hand side. Bryant run out of bounds inside the 15 to about the 12.
1: It's an interesting call there to have bring the power offense in and then run to the outside. Still a nice game, but now you're out of bounds, so the
0: clock will stop. Yeah, I think you would have liked Joe Bryant if he could have to go down inbounds so the clock would run, but at this point, I think the more valuable thing is getting the touchdown. You know, Chewing the clock is kind of the secondary plus you can get here. I said it earlier during break, and this game kind of is starting to feel like Whoever has the ball last might come away with the victory. Essential is now going to flip to an overload to the right-hand side. Under center goes the quarterback, Kaysen Murphy. Play fake. He's going to roll out to his left. Back in the end zone. Tackle eligible incomplete. complete. Cannon Harlow was lined up as the guard pre-snap. When they flipped the formation, he became the eligible tackle on that side. And he's just missed by a yard. Overshot by Kaysen Murphy.
1: Well, he had two different options. He had Jackson Jones in the flat as well if that play wasn't there, but he he took a shot at the end zone and I mean it was about as close as you could get there and that's that's definitely a, a an attack that you want to go with there a shot at the end zone but now you're, you're now you're at third and six i mean you're, you're going to have two plays to so definitely you're going to go for it at this point. But you, you wonder, do you take the shot at the end zone, or do you try to just keep
0: getting more yards? Cason Murphy usually incredibly efficient. Not so much today. He's 13 of 23 passing. Joe Bryant up the middle. He's got a lane. Bryant takes it inside the five for another fresh set of downs for the Rebels. All the way to the four-yard line, Joe Bryant setting up first and goal for Central.
1: And they have it, this it has been pretty, but they 've gotten first downs at, on at every opportunity and they 've been we, we were talking about this Borgia they 've been chewing clock up all game they 've been really efficient central It was their turn to be efficient on this drive, and they are showcasing that they can do this
0: and that's something that i don 't want to say bothered coach Schweiss in years past as they quickly line up under center A give to Sammy Callaway up the middle. is he in Yes. touchdown central rebels and they lead by 8 36 28 with a key two-point conversion try coming up i think that was given to sammy calloway
1: give it to the big fella i mean he he puts it all on the line every every play on offense defense i mean he is one of the, one of the stalwarts of this team and i mean you gotta love this oh look at this look at this formation we got coming up here As it looks like.
0: Yep, it's a swinging gate. They are putting all the linemen out on the far side of the field. The center snapping the ball is going to be Braden Berry. But keep an eye on this. He's eligible right now. They're going to send Joe Bryan in motion from the near side. Snap to him. Now the pass near side caught for the two-point conversion by Cannon Harlow. Basically, they're eliminating all the linemen and turning it into two-hand touch football with that play because everyone on the near side is eligible, including Barry, who snapped the ball. Just find the open man. Bryant does it for two. That is a huge two-point conversion because now it is a two-possession game with six ten left to go in the fourth quarter. 38-28, your score, central leads on KFMO. At RP Lumber in Park Hills, they are all about you, from providing the best customer service to offering the top products to help get that summer project done. Let RP Lumber in Park Hills help you turn your dream home into reality. Whatever the project, think RP Blue from the very best in professional service, quality products, and fast delivery. RP Lumber on East Main Street in Park Hills. Think Blue, RP Blue. RP Lumber in Park Hills. Visit their website, rplumber.com. And remains in the fourth quarter, and here's the situation. For St. Francis Borgia to win, they need a score, and depending on how quickly it is, you get the onside kick and another score, or Central gets the ball, you get a three and out, you get the ball back and another score. Central, they just need to avoid St. Francis Borgia getting a quick score. If they can avoid that, they can lock this game up, even if Borgia does come away with a score on this drive. The kick, ooh, that's an ugly one as it goes out of bounds and is going to give St. Francis Borgia great starting field position. But you know what? In hindsight, that might have been deliberate. Hey, we've seen them take one back to the house. You want to talk about quick scores? How about one where maybe 10, 15 seconds, somewhere around that range comes off the clock? Let's not let that happen again.
1: Absolutely, and we'll see if Borgia wants them to re-kick.
0: And that's it. You can have that, the re-kick on a five-yard penalty and. Borgia's staying out there on the field right now in their return formation. It appears like that's going to be the case. So instead of kicking it from the 40, the Rebels will just do it again from their own 35.
1: And I mean, that works once. Are you willing to call that again?
0: That's it. It, it, it. It turns into a battle of wills. How many times are you willing to just kick it out of bounds? and even if you keep doing it then you're just going to set up Borgia with nice field position cuz what was at the 39-yard line if they were to do it again now it's on the 44-yard line if it has the same result out of bounds
1: yeah talking to their kicker looks like we'll see we'll see if the plans plans have changed
0: nick fowler who does the kickoff duties for the central rebels and they'll march it off the 5 yards and set it up to do it again you can also, and here's the thing to keep in mind as well, you don't have to necessarily kick in between the hash marks. You can elect to kick from either one of the hash marks as well. So Central could easily decide which hash mark they want to kick it from and try to keep it away from the returner in Will her. But in fact, her's not even out there. He got hurt, if you recall, the last time he returned, and we have not seen him return to the ballgame since.
1: So you got Wolf.
0: They're telling the up men to move up, and it's an onside kick for the Rebels that goes free on the far side but goes out of bounds. And now let's see. They can do the same thing again as long as it went through clean. If it wasn't touched by St. Francis Borgia, as the flag comes in, if it was untouched, Borgia can say the same thing over again, like, hey, no, we'll do this once again, five more yards. Figuring that out right now,
1: there, there is discussion on whether it hit hit the one of the ump men trying to dive on the ball.
0: The officials are going to say no, but they signal first down for St. Francis Borgia. So they're going to get the ball with some good field position as well.
1: So do they take –
0: look. And that's what Coach twice he's got his palms up right now asking for an explanation from the officials.
1: Because the ball went out at about the 48 yeah, the, of Borgia. On, on
0: Borgia's side. And even Borgia, they're kind of running up to get on the ball quickly. They didn't realize it was going to be so co- – They didn't realize where it was going to be spotted. They thought it would be on their side of the 50, not the opposing side. Play fake. The quarterback, Zeltman, to the far side. He's contained and met and driven backwards. Not much opening up for him there. Gain of two. You need yards faster than that if you're St. Francis Borgia. It's a two-score ball game, 38-28 they trail.
1: And that was Murray once again blowing up that play. as They're going to go quick here.
0: Quick hit, far side of the field, caught, tackled, in bounds. the receiver for St. Francis Borgia, short of the spot necessary for the first. So the clock will wind, 5.40 left to go.
1: Yeah, you got you to gotta take plays either quicker than this or bigger than this, and they just have not called plays like that today, as that was Denbo who made the catch.
0: Gain at- of five on that reception, sets up a third and two, third and three, excuse me. 5.20 left to go, Rebels fans making some noise, looking for their defense to step up here zeltman with the snap at about his knees he's under pressure in the pocket now he gets free on the near side pressure comes from the second level and he's taken down on a huge sack it's cannon harlow they spot him officially at the 48 yard line loss of about 13 and whistles and we've got an injury as zeltman is down grabbing at about his calf area And some may say, okay, he's going down just to stop the clock, get a free timeout, as there's still 4.57 left to go. But that means Zeltman cannot be out on the field for fourth down and 17. Or fourth and 15 or 16, rather. Still, either way, Zeltman is going to be off the field for this next play unless Borgia burns the timeout themselves. And
1: you don't have time to punt. This, this, no. is, this is the end.
0: This it's a two possession ball game with five minutes left to go. You need to score on this possession. And with already the time that has come off the clock, you're going for the onside kick. You can still win if you don't get it. You got to get that quick three and out. But this is going to hurt as Zeltman, and he's still reaching down at his leg, and it appears like he's not going to be on the field. St. Francis Borgia is going to elect to pocket that timeout. And instead turn to their backup quarterback.
1: Say it's a Jake
0: no- Schaffner comes into the game.
1: And a big situation here for the young quarterback to come in for one play.
0: He's back to pass. Spilled out to his right as he's under pressure Throws, intercepted Cannon Harlow's got it And Harlow looking for to return this one As he's at midfield breaking a tackle Up the near sideline, he's got a block from Joe Bryant Cannon Harlow cuts it back inside At the 10, he'll score Cannon Harlow Punches the ticket for the Central Rebels to the state semifinals with that interception return for a touchdown, and with 4:29 left to go, it's a 44-28 ball game.
1: You could just feel the catharsis coming from the crowd as they know that this is what what it's come down to. As there's a Borgia player down, so we'll have a timeout in between between now
0: and the two-point conversion. Right. As
1: it's Denbo once again.
0: He's down at midfield, helped to his feet, so we might just keep it here as he's gonna. Walk off the field with his arm around his head coach, Dale Gildehouse, the senior, one of many seniors amongst the skill position players for St. Francis Borgia. Seeing the light at the end of the tunnel in his high school football career, and what a great season it was for St. Francis Borgia, but that touchdown on the interception return from Cannon Harlow might have just about done it. About a 45-yard interception return, breaking tackles along the way, picking up blockers down the field from Joe Bryant's that interception return had just about everything.
1: Yeah, and that was that's just a bad situation for your backup to be put in. I mean, it, it was fourth, fourth and a long way to go, and, I mean, he had no time. He was rolling. He was trying to do anything. He was trying to find an open receiver, and he was open, but he was open about five yards past where Cannon yeah. Harlow was standing and that's just one of those reads that a young quarterback doesn't make.
0: Casey Murphy to the slant pattern on the right side for Joe Bryant. It's swatted away incomplete. And that keeps the score at 44-28. to 28. But now the Rebels have really got some breathing room. As four and a half minutes separate them from the Class 3 state semifinals. We'll return after this on KFMO.
2: Started back in 1982, Dalton Home Improvement has grown to be one of the most competitive siding companies in Missouri. Owned by Hank Kinsey, his crews are highly qualified installers, experienced in new construction and rehab, from new roofing, both metal or shingle, to any home improvement, inside or out. Dalton Home Improvement is licensed and bonded, and a member of the Better Business Bureau. Dalton Home Improvement, 431-2373. That's 431-2373. Estimates are always free.
0: Hungry? The Riverside Grill on East Main Street in Park Hills has homemade daily specials like ham and beans or chicken and dumplings or choose from a menu of other delicious entrees such as their all-you-can-eat catfish, country-fried steak, hand-cut ribeye steaks cooked just the way you like, or maybe you want a simple burger and fries. Or stop by for a hearty breakfast every day from 7.30 a.m. to 11 a.m., dine in, call ahead, or hit the drive through It's the Riverside Grill across from the Farmer's Market in Park Hills. Central Rebels getting ready to kick it to St. Francis, Borgia, and the Knights. 44-28 they lead, 429 left to go in the fourth quarter. And what a ball game this was. The final score is not going to dictate how close this game was, but it really was punch for punch in a heavyweight battle between these two teams for about four and a half quarters at this point until that score from the Rebels put them up by two, and forced Borgia to try to force the issue a little bit, if you will, as the return taken across the 50 and spotted at the 46-yard line on the Rebels' side of the field. But that kind of forced St. Francis Borgia out of their own. They had to move at a faster pace than they would have liked to. And when the backup quarterback came in, an interception just ended this ballgame.
1: Yeah, and Zeltman is not on the field, so it will be
0: back to the backup quarterback. I think it's actually Lane Malinkrat. so we'll see as he's in operating the offense now for St. Francis Borgia with three receivers to the left one to the right and the pistol formation Caden Wolf, the lone junior amongst the skill position players for St. Francis Borgia back in the ball game battling multiple injuries himself pass across the middle pulled in Mark Quartz takes it at Pass the spot for the first down and runs out of bounds five yards after that at the 31-yard line, pausing the clock with 4:17 left to go in the frame.
1: And what poise for Malincrot to try to get that ball down the field, and that's a that's a first down. It's positive yardage and you stop the clock. This is still if you can get two touchdowns and get two two-point conversions. That's I mean that's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. But they're
0: still in reaching distance here. This game isn't quite out of reach yet. That's a good point. It's only a 16-point deficit. As he's back to pass, quick hit on the left-hand side and bobbled incomplete. And that's actually the quarterback, Zeltman, who is the receiver there. So he's back in the game, but Zeltman's been doing a lot of running throughout this ballgame. Maybe perhaps the other quarterback that's in is more of the passer of the two.
1: Yeah, that's that's interesting. We're trying to match numbers with our program that we received we, from Borgia.
0: We don't have a number
1: 12. Yeah,
0: we don't have a 12 who the quarterback is spotting. So trying to play the guessing game and figure out who it is operating the offense late in this game. He's back to pass. Now rolling to his left. Pressure coming from behind. Taking a shot down the field and incomplete. Out of bounds on the near sideline. 4.03 left to go. It's a third and ten coming up. And PJ Jones
1: and the Rebels dialing up the pressure on this inexperienced quarterback that they've got in. I mean, you're you're throwing everything you got at him, and just say, hey guys, give him give him the room. We're gonna take care of it up front. Make him make a mistake, and that's what he that's what he's done so far. He's completed one pass so far, and uh, in, two incompletions and an, a pick six. So. Well, we're
0: finally able to see the Central Rebels pin their ears back on defense. You know, with the read option and how run heavy it was. You know, the defensive front is trying to avoid over-pursuing and things like that, but now they've got a chance to really just get in attack mode as Weinhold sheds a blocker, puts on the pressure. The pass is out quickly. It's pulled in for only a short gain by Nathan Kell as he picks up three. Fourth down and seven with the game on the line coming up.
1: And clock is still ticking, and Borgia is in no hurry. They've still got three timeouts, but they really need to make sure they get the right play in here because if they don't, the game will be
0: over. There's a paraglider overhead heading our way. We just quite lower than I thought he would. But he's going to get quite a view of at least this next play coming up here. A fourth and seven with the game on the line. Three and a half left to go. As back to pass. Right hand side. Pulled in. Did he keep his feet in bounds? It's Kel. Yes, He did. And that will keep the drive going for St. Francis Borgia as he converts. Pulling it in at the 10, or the 15, excuse me.
1: Nice little toe tap there as uh, the quarterback out there, I believe it's Mallinckrodt, put a a pretty good ball on him. That's the second, you know, the passes that they've completed have been really solid passes, and he's been able to hang in there and not make too many mistakes. Of course, he got the pick six, but that was cold off the bench. They're, They're moving the ball a little bit here. Central's
0: playing a little bit back. Malancrot back to pass, under pressure, throws it out, and oh! with the right hand by Joe Bryant, and he's got daylight in front of him as he crosses midfield, the 30, the 20, the 10, he'll score. Another pick six on consecutive drives for the Rebels to ice this game. Bryan made that look easy. He just pulled it in with the right hand like it was an underhand toss to him. 50-28, your score. I hope
1: somebody has that on video. We've got that on video. We'll submit that to ESPN. That was highlight real stuff, and that's to clinch a ticket to the state semis, help put your coach and your team through to the state semis. What a catch. And we talked about that. That was a play in the end zone that he couldn't make earlier in the game. He was able to make it that time in coverage. And, I mean, if he didn't catch it, the the Borsha player he would have been gone it would have been
0: a touchdown that's something joe works on that you know it's only uncommon unless you're uh, when you're not working on it but i mean he's been making catches like that since his freshman season i remember on this end zone to our right that they're about to go for two on Bryant had the odell beckham jr catches they give to sammy callaway looking for the two-point try and no signal yet from the officials as they're going to get together, convene, and say, no, he's short. So it remains a 50 28 ball game. But I remember being interfered with, diving backwards, reaches out and pulls it in with the right hand, showing what was to come for Joe Bryant and the Central Rebels in an early season contest. And he's continued to make catches like that throughout his incredible career for the Rebels. And it's not. Done yet, at least in the sport of football, it's alive for one more game. 50-28 your score, three minutes remain in the fourth quarter on KFMO.
4: In Washington, D.C., in Jefferson City, Missouri, and every other state capital across our nation, people are gathering to make great decisions, decisions that will impact the lives of countless millions. What is the greatest decision you'll make? What is your greatest choice? The decision that matters throughout eternity is not what happens regarding our health care or our life insurances or all of those things that we deem so important. The greatest decision is to follow Jesus Christ and make him the Lord of your life
0: short kickoff, and the drive's going to begin at midfield at the 50 for St. Francis Borgia with under three minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. That's all that separates the Rebels from the state semifinals at this point. Trip to Blair Oaks. Quite a hike, and we'll see. They're going to have to get together and figure out whether it's going to be on this coming Friday or this coming Saturday.
1: Will they play on Friday afternoon, play on Friday
0: night? It'd be Friday evening, I would imagine. i see. Rolling out to his right is Zeltman, keeping his eyes down the field. And now he'll bounce further outside and be run out of bounds. He's back operating the offensive quarterback for St. Francis Borgia.
1: I mentioned Friday afternoon because I've seen Smithville and MICDS play on Friday afternoon after Thanksgiving.
0: Oh, it's Thanksgiving weekend. That's a good point. So Forgot Thanksgiving is already
1: around the corner. I, absolutely. So they have the option to play on Friday afternoon if they'd like um, or Saturday. Uh, so we'll see, we'll see what they decide to do here. But. Definitely a, a good win for the central bunch as they'll be looking to go up against one of the blue bloods of the state
0: and Blair Oaks. Two receivers on either side. The play fake up the middle, no, excuse me, it's given to Wolf as he takes it for a gain of about three or four.
1: He had Logan Murray as a backpack there and that was not a fun ride down. <laughs> I can tell you that.
0: Now, Logan Murray's played a great game on defense here. Gonna be hard to figure out who we're giving the player of the game to after this contest. Little Caesars-Pizza-Pizza pizza player of the game. Could go a lot of different directions in this one. Cannon Harlow's had a nice game. Joe Bryant has been Joe Bryant's. Yeah, Caden Casey had a couple big plays throughout this contest, too. Zeltman, back to pass. Now he'll loop around to the near side, flipping the ball between his left hand and his right hand as he tries to decide whether or not he wants to run. And he's met and sacked. Chad Cosby was the one chasing him all over the field, behind the line of scrimmage, and takes him down, and... Well, here comes the punt team for St. Francis Borges. They'll wave the white flag with under two minutes to go in the fourth quarter, trailing 50-28.
1: And we, we're allowed to see what what athleticism they have up, up on that front line. I mean, they had... had worn down this Borgia offensive front. We thought, you know, after halftime, man, they've let them big boys catch their breath. Mm-hmm. They're they're moving the ball. They're running the ball real well. Now that they've got Borgia passing, they're able to, like you say, pin their ears back and just get after it. And they've been able to create pressure all the second half.
0: And we got a false start on St. Francis Borgia. That'll pause the clock here with a minute 24 left to go and back them up another five yards instead of fourth and 14, punting from their own 47 fourth and 19 from their own 41
1: and we were talking about this off air this is not a 50 28 game if you just no. look at the box score that that does not tell the story of this game this has been a, a heck of a football game
0: the two pick sixes late blow the score out of proportion from where it should be but uh, this was a incredibly close back and forth ball game all the credit in the world to St. Francis Borgia. They really had a chance until late in this ball game to come away with the victory. Is here's another really nice punt from the Knights, pinning the Central Rebels deep inside their own territory. They're not going to have a lot of room near this ball game out. Minute eight left to go. 50-28 They lead, but with the ball on their own two yard line, you got to be careful that you're not kneeing it for a safety.
1: Yeah, you might as well run a run a run play yeah just get a little extra breathing room and then take one final snap because they will
0: have to take two two snaps to close this one out as a one snap's going to put you at about the one unless you do the the tom brady late in his career when he eclipsed 100 yards rushing on his career and then had to knee the ball out at the end of the game and made sure that he took the knee right at the original line of scrimmage even got up and made sure pointing to the official that's not a loss of one he didn't want to eclipse 100 yards and then go back to 99 because of a few kneel downs. Here come the Rebels, and they'll line up with a goal line formation. Borgia showing pressure and just do a little fullback dive up the middle for I believe it's Jackson Jones. No, Sammy Callaway once again. Giving them about three yards there is Callaway, and one more play ought to do it. As, yep, it's gonna take one more. We're down to 55 seconds left to go, 30 on the play clock. And they'll put
1: put the normal formation out there. Yeah, the
0: traditional victory formation.
1: Under the 40 second play clock.
0: Snap the ball. Central's come away with a 50 to 28 win here. And not just a 50-28 win, a 50-28 victory. In the state playoffs for the first time in the career of head coach Corey Schweiss. An incredible career for him and something new after two decades. For the first time in his career, he has won a state playoff game and now sits only one more win away from a state title contest as he's getting hugged and high-fived along the sidelines. We'll take a break. When we return, Bill Bess, American Family Insurance Post Game Show, coming up next on KFMO.